Hello, I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode number 43. Welcome, everybody. I hope you guys all had a great day. I know I did. Today be a fun episode. We have a female grower, breeder, friend that uh, was able to join us tonight, uh, Miss Can Queen. How you doing tonight, Can Queen? Hi. Why don't you uh, tell everybody where they can find you, find you, and uh, all that good shit, and tell us about, tell us how you're doing today. Well, Canna Queen, you can find me over at Canna Queen Genetics Co. on Instagram. There's a bunch of underscores in between there, <laughs> and CannaQueenGenetics.com. Also, uh, my seeds are at Harvest Mutual Seed Bank and S4A Seeds for All on Instagram. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm excited to be on fucking talking shit with Eagle. Nice. I've, I'm having a good day. It's been a good day. I've got a little bit done. Not as much as I had hoped. Uh, got a big day to head tomorrow. So I'm going to try to get some more stuff done tonight. But overall, it was probably the last warm day here in Michigan for it looks like a week or two. Hell, it looks like it's going to be winter again up here soon. I feel sorry for anybody that's got them plants out already. I've seen a lot of people taking precautions, like planting them and covering them. So, <coughs> you're muted. So, Miss so Canna, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit? Like, uh, let's start from the beginning. Can you tell us about your first experience with cannabis? When, when was the first time that uh, you partaked for the first time? And I guess I want to know too, because everybody says they didn't. Did you get, did you get buzzed off that first time? That's the two questions out there right off the bat. Um, I did not. I don't think I did. Actually, no, I know for a fact I didn't. Um, I think I chalked it up to it being a lot of seeds and stems, but I was like 13. We were behind an old abandoned school bus and uh, we passed it around. I think I got two hits off of it. And I think I was more nervous and I thought I, I thought I was high because I was nervous because I thought I was gonna get high <laughs> and I didn't know what to expect. But uh, the second time, the second time was a doozy. Yeah, I slept for like 18 hours. <laughs> um, but that began my love affair with cannabis. And my passion just a flame got lit it's funny because i ask that question a lot and that number seems to come up quite a bit it's kind of funny good old no number 13. that's like the first time your parents ever let you out of their sight and like you go and fuck off <laughs> so uh when did exactly did you uh start using on a regular basis yeah. i actually right away i actually have went back and watched a couple of your episodes and i've seen a lot of people were like who smokes you know every day when they're 17 well or 13 but yeah as as much as i could get it i i had it i it equaled me out it did something for me that all my friends were like just taking you know xanax and getting drunk and i was like always the one at the party with the cannabis with the weed like they knew if they came over to me, I was constantly rolling joints or smoking a bowl or whatever. So I was a designated like can of girl, <laughs> designated smoker. So you, you claim the title 
early. So I guess you would have been a can of princess back then. Huh? Yeah, I think I was like a can of duchess. <laughs> Rolling them duchess now. <laughs> I'm stupid. So was it uh, early enough to where or later, it depends on, you know, in the cannabis world there, did, were they actually strange back then, or were you like most of us still smoking the, the brick weed or whatever the hell you could find? Or were you lucky enough well, to actually have a, a strain? I mean, there was, you know, there was like categories. Like you had that crippy, you had that dro, you had that Mexican stuff, you know, and then you had mango. Mango was always around. Mango was like constant. Like you wanted mango, and it was the same consistent. It had to have been the same cut run for like, I don't know, forever. Cause like my dad sold it and like everybody wanted it was consistent. And then when it was gone, like we never saw it again. Like it was just, I'm still on the hunt for that. It was like a piney, dark green, like dark red hair, definitely pine. I don't know where they got mango, but I remember that pining for, for sure. one of my favorite terps especially right now that's what i'm on the hunt for i'm packing the garden with as much pine as i can to try to re because I, I that was one of my favorites too it was like right around i think freshman year something like that uh, i was able to get some good homegrown like that man that shit you'd smoke one between like five six people and it was like fucking workout your belly just was sore cheeks just fucking sore from laughing so hard i don't even think it had a name back then but uh that's that's one experience i've been trying to recapture i mean like since you know yeah what i mean, I mean kind of like I you were saying you on once it was gone it was fucking gone that miracle smoke was gone i feel you on that like i feel you so hard on that because that strain like i'm out like my niche is like I want to have strains that like remind, like some people say that my queen white A's reminds them of Woodstock weed, like straight up Woodstock, but I've heard it more than one occasion. People didn't even know each other. It was just the weirdest thing that they both preferred Woodstock, but you know, but it's really cool. And like, I love the look on an old, old timer and old school guy's face when he smokes on my, my, you know, my hazes or whatever. And he's like, Oh yeah, this tastes like, you know, them old tie sticks we used to get, you know, like, it's just really cool. I want to bring back those, that that nostalgia, those nostalgia strains. I see a lot of people doing it too, like Landon Ayers doing the Kirby S1. And um, yeah, it's really cool to see. The Gainesville Green came back. I've seen a lot, of, like, a lot of old school strains and stuff coming back. So it's cool. It's cool to see. So uh, I guess... Uh... When did you really discover like a good can the like medical benefits of cannabis? I mean, I guess I never, I, I, I connected the two because I never really turned to like hard drugs. I did, I experimented with, with them. I'm not gonna lie, you know, I did, but um, cannabis is always my go-to like every single day I had to have it, you know? And so I realized like a lot of people in my family have like, you know, ADD, uh, bipolar, manic bipolar, depression, you know what I mean? So I really feel like, I, and I've never been diagnosed, but I, I feel like I, you know, probably carry some of those same tendencies and cannabis has just always kept, kept me leveled out. So I think, I think I knew deep down that there was something, but I didn't know 
uh, book wise until I started actually growing her myself, which, you know, that just changed my whole entire world. So, uh, when was it that you decided to actually start uh, messing with it? Did you get decided, like most of us did, that you know, fuck, fuck paying for this shit. I can, I can do better. Or uh, was there somebody around you that uh, kind of helped you? That you know, that grew, that uh, helped draw you in a little bit. I knew I grew up around it myself. I've always kind of been around it, but you know, not, yeah, I'm so not everybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think anybody who uses it medicinally or even didn't know that they were using it medicinally kept it in their, their life as a constant, you know, so um, I did, I, I, I mean, I constantly was buying it, constantly had it with me, on me, and then my ex-husband joined the military. <laughs> well, that fucked up my whole can of game, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, we lived on post, so I, I mean, I couldn't buy weed and be, you know, smoke it on post, like, that was, like, I had to go through a gate every single time I was going home, you know, and the gate guards would check my car. Sometimes they would do a random, you know, make me pull over, get my kids out of the car. And I was like, yeah, no. <clears throat> so um, that put an end to it for about four years while we lived on post. And it was probably the f worst four years of my life. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was some of the worst four years of my life, but I, I used my energy in, in different ways. Like I started working out and I, you know, I, I start like while he was deployed, I had so much free time on my hands my two young children had just started going to school so um yeah so when we moved off post we actually moved to fort carson colorado and then he got had gotten kicked out of the army so we were homeless for like i don't know like a month and a half and i mean i was in a legal state and i'm like as soon as we get a place like as soon as we get a place like i'm starting to grow like i don't know what we're doing but i'm gonna make sure that you know i'm good we're good so I started growing in 2011, 2012. Um, yeah, so that, you know, that's that's where I started. I could go that's further cool. in, but it's, it's pretty, it, it goes pretty deep <laughs> from there. Well, that's up to you. This is your, your hour, your story, girl. I ain't going to cut you off on any of the stories you want to share with us. I mean. This is uh, the community's opportunity for to get to know you on a more, uh, not necessarily your genetics and all that. I mean, we'll get to all that. You can pump as much uh, good information about your gear as you want to, but uh, this is uh, first and foremost, we get to know the people that uh, we- Yeah, this, I think this, that's, that's really important too, is like that people can relate to us. You know what I mean? That people can relate, like we're just, I'm just like you guys, I'm just like, every single one of you i've probably been through something i mean i always tell people like they're like oh you know you don't look i i feel old i'm not that old but you know i'm kind of old but not really but like people are like oh you look so young and i'm like i feel like i'm 100 you know like i feel like i've lived 10 lifetimes of trauma but um it's all brought me to this place and i think you know the plant honestly was building me up to uh for something big i really do feel like the plant the plant has a plan for my life and I'm just kind of like her hands, but, uh, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I have to like, if, cause I sound crazy, right. I sound crazy. Like, okay, she's cuckoo. But, uh, when I first started growing, I'm telling you, I wasn't growing longer than, gosh, I don't, I was growing in five gallon buckets under CFL bulbs until I finally stepped up my game. But, um, 
we got some T5s and we're literally just growing in five gallon buckets, some old schools, bag seeds uh, that my friend, um, his dad collected over the years from like the early 80s, early 90s, I mean, late 80s, early 90s. So like um, Elephant Stomper, I mean, these are some epic, like, and at the time I had no fucking idea how valuable, if these seeds were truly what he was saying they were, how valuable they actually were. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Strawberry Cough, um, AK-47 Destroyer, y a Wi-Fi OG. Um, gosh, there were so many. Blue Dream. Anyway, so, uh, you know, we popped those and I started uh, Grow Diary on the 420 uh, Magazine Forum. Sorry. Uh, on the 420 Magazine Forum. And I was really scared. I was really scared to, like, branch out. I didn't, you know, I, was, I mean, we the way we grew up, it was like shunned like you you're oh you smoke weed you, you know you're a scumbag piece of shit you know whatever like automatically you were just judged you know what I mean so um I started the diary I didn't tell anybody I was a female I mean you didn't have to like nobody it was just a diary you know so I started my diary and um I had quite a lot of like comments underneath you know and some people would be not very nice and some people would be really encouraging and be like hey you need to do this or you need to do this and <clears throat> so I started making little tweaks and I had gotten uh my income tax uh on my 30th birthday and I decided that I was gonna go balls to the wall so I lived in Fort Carson but my friend sold Sensi and her husband was a retired veteran um with severe PTSD like so bad like he he would go in these rages and like you know put his hands on her and at the time I didn't understand it I was just like no girl you need to get away from this man I don't care what he did for our country like that's fucked up you know like don't let no man put his hands on you and so she was like you don't understand like so finally he had wrote this Facebook post and like told his story and it was like like he, the way he wrote it you could almost taste the shrapnel like you could almost taste the the dry air like it was insane what he went through and uh so he started growing cannabis and he he was magnificent at it. Like he had a, a res, like, I don't know. Every time I went to her house, I was like, can I see it? Can I see it? <laughs> can I just go in there for like five minutes? And she'd be like, no, no, no. Like, that's weird. You know? Like, so finally she was like, she, she, she told her husband, she's like, he wants, she wants to see it. And he was like, oh yeah, sure. You know? So, you know, big old macho guy. And he's all like, yeah, big old plants. And he's like, show me. I'm like, I need to do this. I want that. I want this for my life. I want these plants in my house so I can sit in here all day and stare at them. So he, he told me it would help me with my setup, right? So I got my income tax and we go to Purple, I think it was Purple Mountain Hydro uh, store in Colorado Springs. And I mean, I bought the nines. I bought the Raptor 8-inch AP, uh, HPS, like the inline fans. Like, I mean, I did, I did it all. The Panda film, um, <clears throat> it was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> So once I stepped up my game, I, I, I was when I was on the forums, I was like, you know what? I see all these guys and they're over on IG. I was like, let me just go over there. Because I had a personal IG, so but I would never post anything about cannabis. Which is it's so sad looking back because like we were just conforming. It was just crazy. It's in my head, like I can't believe that we allowed that. But anyway, uh so I started an IG. And like three months after I started an IG, a guy from Spain uh wrote me and he was like, I like your growth style want to grow some of my plants and I was like shit hell yeah free seeds I can't afford that shit fuck yeah so <clears throat> he sent me some seeds and started growing them 
And he was like blown away. He was like, honestly, he was like, I need somebody to help me, you know, forward some of my strains and blah, blah, blah. And this is such a long story. Like it honestly goes way deeper. And he ended up getting me hooked up with some guy whose dad was in the cornbread mafia. And he reeled me into this uh, six figure job, uh, six figure a year job. And I moved from Colorado to an, another state and he dropped off the face of the planet. Right. So the, me and the guy in Spain, we were like, what's going on? Because even the guy in Spain was duped by him. Um, he didn't move from Spain to the, to the U S but he wasn't as dumb as me, but, <laughs> um, anyway, come to find out the guy died. Like, I don't know if somebody murdered him or what, but he, he just, the reason why he fell off the face of the planet is because he literally just, he, he died. I couldn't find out how, and I guess I, I really didn't want to know how. So me and the guy in Spain stayed in contact and he was like, Let, let's just do this breeding project, see how it goes. So he sent me his three to one CBD strain Nightingale, which is a Harlequin sour tsunami cross to an unknown West Coast strain is what he, he claims. Um, <clears throat> he sent me that. He's like, I need F2. Uh, he's like, it's solid. It's been tested at 11, 18% CBD. He gave me the, you know, the stats on it. He's like, I'll walk you through the selection process. We did it all through uh, video chat and pictures and IG. It's, it's insane. But he taught me how to breed through, from Spain through, you know, through whatever. But anyway, so I asked to his, his, uh, his nightingale and there, the, the agreement was a dollar a seed. Uh, Long story short, by the time, I don't think he thought I was going to make as many seeds as I did. By the time I got to the end, um, I had a thousand, I had 1500 seeds, but I, I held back 500 because I didn't know at the time. I just, it was kind of like my insurance policy. You know what I mean? Like just in case or whatever, like I was trying to protect myself in some way. So uh, I, I was just a trusting person. We had been through such a big ordeal. I was like, dude, he, he's got my back. Like he's not going to fuck me over like that guy. So I went ahead and sent him the seeds. So um yeah he ended up sending me, he told me that he never paid more than a dollar per seed and he sent me 40 cents a seed and he turned around and sold 10 packs for a hundred dollars piece so <laughs> but before he fucked me over he hooked me up with another breeder that was local to me anyway and the story just goes on and on and on but here i am still standing um with my own company and i decided that i'm not going to work with anybody else i'm not going to count on anybody else i'm not going to bring in anybody else it's, it's definitely it's on me you know so here i am <laughs> yes definitely. sometimes it happens that way sometimes it happens that way but you know what Would you... i wouldn't change any of it as much as turmoil and like trauma it brought me like honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't give it back for anything because it all brought me to where i'm at right now and i'm i'm just i don't know it's like a full circle thing you know like I didn't give up. I stuck to it. I, I had every reason to give up and I kept going. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Sounds like you've uh, had quite a run in the beginning there, girl. Oh, no, it never stopped after that. I mean, <laughs> it didn't stop until I stopped allowing people, you know, to do those. You know, I just I had to change who I was, not completely, because I still uh, my whole like my whole essence is giving back like I do like five veteran charities i um <clears throat> my i wanted to bring this up but let me take a dab first <laughs> take a dab. oh yeah 
this is a leisurely conversation. You better be smoking on something over there. I know. I need to take a break. I mean, my my mouth's been going too far. What's up, I'm chat? I'm, I'm reading, but I can't I can't type it. It's just one of the the keyboard doesn't. We got a bunch of people in chat. Forty five right now watching. We have Chris Mertz, uh, Tim S, Bruce Leaf. That's a new name. Michigan native. That's a regular. Double tap. Another regular. Dane Grower, Smiley, Smiley Gardens. If you don't know Smiley, you gotta check. I out saw him Smiley. on your show last he's, night. Yeah, he's cool. He he's totally awesome, dude, right there. Tim S, John Canacy. What are you dabbing over there, Queen? I am dabbing. I'm not gonna do all that because I'm not. I have baby looks. But uh, it's it is a salad mixture from uh my dear friend. It's uh crinkle with a C. <laughs> um. Or is it with a K? <laughs> uh, family Treasure and Trindu, which is a Hindu Kush uh, triangle. Wait, Trindu. Triangle Kush, Hindu Kush cross by Landon Air. Shout out Landon Air, Bear Girl and Cam. Different Awesome people. Quick shout out to Prometheus Soil, DLP2372. How are you guys doing? In this can of queen, if if you've seen anybody or anything in chat that it happens to catch your eye, you know, during all of this, a question, whatever, you know, feel free to address that shit. You know, say hi to anybody, you know, or you know, like I yeah, said, this is a double tap. That's my boy, my guardsmen, they're in here. Some of my guardsmen, a double tap to my guardsmen. Um, what's up, Prometheus? What's up, everybody? I'm so I'm just I'm excited to be here. I haven't done a show in a really long time, so. I got my start, like, after I left the forums and got on IG, I started doing some YouTube shows, too. So I've kind of been all over. If you don't know me or haven't, you probably haven't seen me because I literally just started showing my face in November. The first time I started showing my face is right after my, my friend passed away. And we were doing um, fundraisers, and I had to... I had to be a person, you know what I mean? Like I really go just ahead and give her a shout out, please. I, I'm gonna do that was... because I have a couple announcements that okay. go around okay. that. So I'm just gonna keep it all together. All right, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and if if chat has any questions or has you know anything they want to add or ask me, they could feel free. I'm I I, I revoke the the. The permission to plead the fifth if I need to, though. <laughs> That's fair enough, too. That's fair enough. <laughs> Hi, gruesome CJ. What's up, CJ? I knew me myself. I'm smoking on some uh, Empire Breedings uh, Dominatrix. Is what I'm smoking on. Tonight. Tonight. Nice. How is that? I, I like, I like the name, and I like the crosses. But nobody would probably, you know, relate to what's in anything there by the names. This is uh it's really good. It's a, a piney with lemon on the back end. You know, it's a really good uh, uplifting, good meat wood. Oh, sorry, good mood weed, cannabis rather. And uh, but the, I like the the breed in it. The you know the lineage which is sex tape times duct tape are the strains that make up domination. How funny is that <laughs> shit? <coughs> That's funny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reheat this. 
still pretty good color. What you guys smoking on in chat tonight? I'm guilty. I threw a little bit of fucking bubble hashing on this. Oh, First yeah? one in a, a couple of days. I kind of took a break for a day or two on the bubble, but uh, I'm back at it. I was actually telling people in my live um, <coughs> how uh, when we went to the Detroit High Times Cannabis Cup, you roll these freaking hog leg joints. And it, I swear it took me like five hours to finish. Like I, I literally put it out like I think four or five times. Like I, it took me, you gave us all our own personal ones. So like I felt obligated to like, you know, smoke it to its entirety. <laughs> so that's a pretty good day. In fact, this is one of them right now. I'm just, I kind of do that like every night. I just roll one up at the beginning of the show and I kind of just puff on it, you know, do the whole fucking thing. Hell yeah. Orange. Keeps, keeps me from constantly rolling throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I'll just get too high and, like, I'll be like, squirrel. <laughs> I'll just go off on any subject. <laughs> That's funny. Squirrel. <laughs> Something shiny and, I, you know, I'll just change, I'll just change the subject really quick. <laughs> All right, now that we've had a comfortable dab, so you can relax a little bit. Uh, where do you want to pick back up? Um, how about this is your show, girl? You talk about whatever you want. Well, this is your show, and I'd like a little direction. No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I'm normally I would start poking you about your grow and all that good <laughs> shit, but uh, you know, it's whatever. You know, you want to. Tell so us where some cannabis stories, or you just want to talk, or you want to get into your grow. That's all good. So I think um, I'm gonna kind of sidetrack a little bit and talk about Lady Luck because um, I don't know. I feel like I should. <laughs> so um, I don't even know how to start, and I might get emotional. So you'll have to excuse me. Uh, my friend, Miss Lady Luck, a dear member of the community, not just my friend, so many people's friends, uh, and Dirt Lips were tragically killed in a DUI, um, instantly killed by a drunk driver who was a retired EMT driver, uh, a retired paramedic, sorry. Um, they were on their way to pick up their eight-year-old daughter and they, they both uh, perished. So, um, you know, I knew Steph for a little over a year. She had joined one of my grow-offs, which I'll talk about also, those are really cool. Um, she joined my dueling queens grow off. Her husband joined as well. It was really cool because they were going to duel queens in the same house. Um, her husband ended up having a second heart attack and like things, you know, went, I don't want to get too personal, but anyway, um, she ended up growing both the plants, but obviously his competition plants, the what the queen white haze were not her competition plants, but she still grew them. She grew both. And she, uh, she mopped the floor with the boys. She was, she won the uh, queen fighter uh, side of the competition. And not only did she win, but she donated her entire prize, which was valued at over $700 to a veteran, um, to camera grower, shout out. Um, she's, she was just as a selfless, giving, kind, compassionate, empathetic person. And 
Um, she had overcome so much in her life. She had overcome losing a child to a terminal brain disease. She had overcome alcoholism, um, drug addiction. Uh, she got off all her mental health medicine by just growing cannabis. She wasn't even smoking it. She was only growing it. <clears throat> she got off all her mental health medicine. She lost like a hundred pounds. She like really just turned her life around. And uh, it's funny because she'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't smoke. So like when, when she harvested her, her cannabis, she'd have a bunch of her friends and family members who smoke come over and smoke and tell her, you know, what her strains did and like how they tasted. And like, I just, I mean, what kind of person like could grow and get so much fulfillment without even smoking it? Like, I don't know. She was just a magnificent person and uh, the world was a lesser place without her. But I wanted to raise awareness about drunk driving and um, just how amazing they were in this community. They touched so many people's lives. They helped so many. They supported so many people. Like they bought my one of my first packs I ever sold. They bought. Um, they were just amazing people. Um, and they left behind three sons and a nine-year-old daughter. The sons are older than their twenties. Not not you know making them any less you know important. But this little girl, she, she unbelievably needed her mother. Um, she had anxiety issues like Steph would express to me so many times like oh my gosh like I can't help my child you know and she started giving her CBD like she was really just taking their health into her own hands and anyway um we did a fundraiser we did a fundraiser we caught we just reached out we said hey um at first it was this Morningstar and I we like we had to, like we were just we were so close to them we just had to do something out of our grief to like not grieve, you know? So like, we were like, we have to do something. Okay. I'm, I'm like, okay, 10 packs right now. Where are they going? Like, who do I, like, what do we do? Like, I just want to do something like right away. Like, <clears throat> um, so we got a bunch of breeders together, a bunch of people who were that were her friends and they donated all kinds of stuff. She used to do videos holding uh like this stainless steel uh, pipe and they donated, the company was generous and donated one of those. Um, I mean, anyway, we raised over $8,500 in uh, 70 or 80 days uh, with that fundraiser. And we were able to uh, give all of that money to her uh, guardian. And they were able to do stuff with it. Like she, she went uh, to out of state for the first time. They live on like a little island where you have to even take a ferry in, in Maine too. So like they don't get off the island very much. Um, but they went to Boston, took her to the aquarium, first time she'd ever been. And like... We did an amazing thing. That's why I wanted to bring this up, not only just to pay tribute to my friend, but the community just, we banded together and we, like people who don't particularly like each other's company still banded together and, and got together and all donated and just, ugh, it was magnificent. It was really, it restored my faith in the community because I was really starting to like, just question even the good people anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just hard to know the good from the bad and who's trying to take from you and <clears throat> they just were so much not those people you know so um but with that being said every month we do three auctions and those are the the proceeds from those auctions go to that that account for caitlin um so if anybody wants has any seeds or or anything like cbd capsules or anything slaps they want to donate um that we can auction off uh monthly that would be hugely appreciated s4a seeds for all he's taking auctions as well as i mean he's taking donations as well as i am so if you'd like to get involved which you know it's going to be an ongoing thing um because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stop doing a little thing for my friend's daughter that's that's the least that i can do and that's you know that's it so if you guys want to donate we're still taking donations um you can contact eagle 
myself or Esfray, uh, Lua Esfray, and uh, we'll take care of you. So that being said, <laughs> one more thing. On her anniversary, November 9th of her death, we are doing, uh, we're doing a, a Lady Luck fundraising grow off. So basically I've created a strain. It started out as Lady Balls and she passed away. So crossed it to my Wookiee unicorn, made it Lady Luck. And everybody in the grow off will be growing Lady Luck F2s. Um, they'll be growing. I mean, what better way to uh, honor her memory than people to grow off a strain that I made for her in her memory um, and in a fun camaraderie type of way. So I'm so excited. This is my first time announcing it. So there you go. That's what we're doing. Pretty awesome. She was an awesome lady. That's for sure. They were, you know, good people. That's for sure. Uh, <clears throat> And it takes that, you're right, this is a great community. Uh, you know, I, I realize that more and more every day. I've had my doubts too, uh, Candy Queen, uh, and ups the and downs. Is, the thing is vibes, but us people, us, us, you know, our tribe, like the good ones, we have to keep it alive no matter what, you know what I mean? Like this plant always gave back, this plant always healed, this plant loved, this plant healed, you know what I mean? Like that's what we are supposed to embody, the exact replica of what this plant, you know, represents. And so I'll do it to the day I die. That's what I'm here, that's what I'm here to do. So um, yeah, exciting. So yeah, actually speaking of, you know, the Lady Luck strain, um, <clears throat> my Lady Balls is a killer monkey, space monkey to the Queen White Haze uh, crossed to uh, my Wookiee Unicorn. Uh, wait, no. Lady Balls is the killer monkey to the Queen White Haze. That is Lady Balls. Um, there, there's, there's a story behind that strain. Uh, me and Steph used to always be in chat, right? We'd always be in chat. And like, I've never really had a lot of females. Um, it's a male-dominated industry. Um, it's a male-dominated community. Uh, it's really hard to like, I mean, not as much now, but you know what I mean? Coming back from when, like, when I first came in and, like, stuff like that. Like, it was intimidating because, like, in, in life, I don't really click that well with women. Like, I don't know. I don't have that petty factor. Like, I don't ju – I'm not judgy. Like, I, 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 I do all the opposite of that. So, I was like, cool. Like, I'm going to be around a bunch of dudes. Like, they can hold their own. And, like, yeah, <laughs> about that. Anyway, so me and Miss Lady Luck would always say that we have, you know, bigger balls than some of the dudes around us. And uh, we wear them right here, front and center, you know, like Lady Balls. So that's where the, the name of that strain came from. Which I'm not a Pretty. feminist. Uh, you know, I'm not like power to the vagina, but it is really cool to see somebody like just call it what it is. I, I, that's what I, you know, it just is what it is. Like I, I speak my mind. I say how I feel. This is how it is. Well, I'd be, be honored awesome. to grow out that strain myself. You know. <clears throat> so I just popped Lady Luck V1, and well, there's two versions. But anyway, I popped Lady Luck on it's the full moon, so I just popped them to do the F2. So yeah, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I'm doing like autos, like I'm doing land races. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm doing like all kinds of Afghanis. It's nuts. If you think about it, Kana, if you popped them tonight. Uh, you might actually be able to uh, taste that flower uh, in November. You should be able to. That's that. That's, you know, I'm aiming for it. But, you know, if it doesn't happen by that date, then, you know, so be it. But 
so far everything's oh, kind of just I'd make it place. happen. I'd, I'd just take a branch, even if it meant sacrificing one branch and hanging it early. Oh, uh, I would, I would sacrifice 10 plants. I would do anything for her because she would have done the same for any one of us, whether she knew you or not. But anyway, that's beside the point. I'm definitely going to work. It's, it's pretty phenomenal, actually. The lady balls, before I ever even grew out lady balls, I called it lady balls. And then it comes out and like, it literally grows in like these little puff balls, like little, I can't really explain it. Um, if you go on my highlights on Canopy and Genetics uh, on Instagram, there's a lady balls uh, highlight reel. And it's literally little puff balls, like little balls. I was just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Chesticles, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I miss her, dude. She was just, she was like authentic. You know, that's really hard to find. It's really hard to, it's rare. Uh, I'm authentic. I'm, you know, it's so, I mean, you know, real recognizes real and that tribe, all that good stuff. She will be missed dearly. Um, I had these memorial slabs made in her honor. Uh, my my logo artist, uh, Medicated Gaming 215, he's a fucking visionary, but he hand drew that from a picture on her IG. So if anybody would like these or to donate for, you know, I don't know, like a few of these, uh, you can get with me as well. Sorry, um, shameless plug. It's not really shameless though. It's for a good cause. <laughs> no, no, in fact, uh, I think that right there would be a, I'm smoking this joint, but I would take time for a dab. Hell yeah. Please join us. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a snob, so I gotta clean my shit out. <laughs> I should have done it while it was still hot. So yeah, that's one of my projects I'm working. That's what I'm saying though. Like, I wish I could solely focus on all my charity strains because I just made my three blue stars. It's my veterans charity strain that I made for PTSD, TBI, stuff like that. Um, that's made out of the three little unicorns, which I would have to go back to that story about the nightingale that I F2'd. I ended up F3ing those five, not the 500 seeds, but some of the 500 seeds that I held back, I F3'd them. That became my strain, three little nightingales. And um, everything I crossed that to uh, becomes three little, you know what I mean? So I crossed the looking unicorn, I became three little unicorns, three blue stars is three little nightingales crossed to my blue tree stars, uh, which has that blueberry, DJ Sharp blueberry F4. It's really, really good for any kind of, you know, brain injury, depression, uh, chronic um, anti-immune disorders. It's really good for all kinds of stuff, so. Oh man, that's a good dab right there. I'm still cleaning mine. <laughs> Just yeah. give me time to go in for a second, I guess. <clears throat> uh, John Boy was talking about University of Calgary wants his CBD strain for COVID-19 research. ACDC crossed with another CBD strain. Forgets the name. It hits 19% CBD and classified as cannabis, not hemp. Interesting. I just saw a bunch of uh, North Star's ACDC strains on S4A option page. I was surprised they, they 
they weren't doing too well. I was surprised because I, I knew that ACDC was a really good um, CD strain. <coughs> Excuse me, damn. That's a good time for to give for me to give a shameless plug, if you don't mind. Go for it. Uh, tomorrow will be a piggyback episode. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Northstar will be here uh, early, uh, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, my time. So uh, we'll be checking early tomorrow at four o'clock with uh, Joel from Northstar. And then we'll be back. I'll be back at 11.30. Normal time for... Uh, uh, God damn it. I'm going to mess it up. Oh, no. God damn it. You know, I fucked this up the other day on there. And somebody, A Nova was nice enough. Hoto the Herb. That's it. He's a, a cannabis uh, photographer, uh, natural cane farmer, regenerative farmer. You can find him on Instagram. He, it, he's a real recognizable icon. He's kind of that guy with the green hat, kind of looking off into the distance there. Uh, you, I'm not doing the man justice here. I know what I could do. I know what I could do. I could do Ah, shit. I could bring up this Instagram. Fucking, and Dab did me pretty damn good. Oh. Anyway, so it'll be a, uh, It'll be a great episode tomorrow. Here we go. I should be able to bring that up. Uh, God damn it. No. Motherfucker. Oh, well. The, the, the fun of being live, huh? <laughs> oh, well, I'll come back to it. He's a great guest anyway. If he's watching, I'm totally kicking myself. Sorry, brother. The American one. How you doing tonight? Good, sir. Glad to see you could make it. Mr. Green Thumbs 420. John Boy, of course. You've already been mentioned, but you're uh, you're here every night. Of course, my daughter Lexi's in chat tonight. <laughs> She's actually here every night supporting the show, if you can believe that. How cool is that to kind of be able to pass it on a generation? That's so cool. Is uh, that the one that was at the cannabis cup? Nope. That's just my oh. middle daughter. Uh, <laughs> oh. Hi, she's uh she's uh she's been hanging out. It's kind of been really cool to cause she's kind of seen me hanging out in all these chats all these years. And uh so fucking uh all of a sudden she I started doing this and she started hanging out in the chats every night and uh I can see she's become quickly become a weed nerd. She don't even like smoke or anything. She does occasionally. She's old, well old enough to smoke. She'll be 21 this month, actually. The 21st of this month, she'll be 21. 
So, uh, but she's in the chat every night and she's become a weed nerd. She has, she's, she's always telling me about chat the next day and who she's talking to. And she's actually looking forward to the show now every night and shit. So That's it's kind awesome. of cool. Yeah. It's kind of a, uh, it bites you. It's like a bug. Like, like it's a little addicting. Like when you're part of something, you know, like your whole life, like you look for a place where you like fit in and like your people and like, here we are. Come on in girl. Come on in. <laughs> that's yeah. it too i think that's i think you nailed it can i really do it's a, so this community in, in general not just the pe great people that hang out here but the community in general is very open to uh new people okay. and you know and that's the the you know again i'm not trying to you know toot my horn or anything this is the great part of this show right here is uh <clears throat> it works for you now as well uh, and I, like I said, uh, you, well, you've been out in the community now for uh, quite some time. But I think what we're doing here is completely uh, a little bit different. I mean, if they follow you personally on your page all the time, again, they know you. But the people that don't know you, uh, this is a whole new uh, outlook on you for them. You know what I mean? And as I'm pulling in these people from the community to come up one by one and shit, uh, it's pretty awesome because like when I see him go by and chat, it's no longer that icon anymore. You know what I mean? And now I see that face go by and almost when I see the words go through, I can almost hear the voice now. And it's really uh, connected me a lot closer with a whole lot of these people. Really well, you know, you know Eagle, you don't know this, but I say you don't know this, but our friendship, like, at the time in my life when our friendship, well, our, our, our paths crossed at Kush Talk. It was a kind of like a pivotal turning point in my, my I don't want to say career because it was, it's not quite there yet, but in, in, in my journey, okay? My cannabis journey. Uh, <coughs> um, shit. <laughs> I just forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it had something to do with uh, our friendship and like, yeah, I totally spaced. Brain fart. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It'll come to me in a minute. I'll be like, oh yeah. By the way, squirrel. <laughs> That's some funny shit right there. Dude, I got the her. Green Thumbs 420. How you doing? Well, where do you want to go with this thing, Kenna? We can need to go, you know, we can talk some fun shit or we can uh we go back you want to, to talk the about the first time that we met you want to talk about that do you remember that i could talk yeah that was a crazy day that was uh, a crazy day yeah that was insane it was the first time i ever had a booth <clears throat> first time i ever did an event <sighs> it left me scarred to say the least <laughs> Um, it was like 39 degrees, raining, miserable. People were shoved in the tents like 10 can. Like they were, they were like shuffling, rubbing bodies, like bumping up against the table. Like we had slaps and like we had like these rock candy, like lollipops to like represent the terps on the fire and flames. Like anyway, it was, you know, just like some gimmicky stuff. And like I had this little sign, this little lit sign and <clears throat> we were doing an auction. So there was like, like a, a raffle basket type thing and people were like 
you know, scuffling by and, like, knocking stuff off and, like, you know, stealing stuff off, like, slaps and stuff off the table. But if I would have thought about it logically, it wasn't a, a growers event. It was a free event for, you know, Michigan. And, like, I had never really dealt with, like, crowds in Michigan before, you know? So, like, that was all new to me. And, uh, yeah, so it was a free event for smokers, you know? So they didn't want to buy packs. I, you, I'm not even going to say how many packs I sold that day, but it's shameful. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not great. <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. It was a fun experience. It was, it was like a bad event, but like the actual experience was amazing. I met Eagle. I met him. Him and 15 Digits came over to my booth and uh, we're smoking a joint with me and Abolish. I think we're smoking oh, the Abolish OG. I can't remember. I think we're smoking the Abolish. It might have been Fire and Flames. I can't remember now. <clears throat> and uh, Eagle came over 15 Digits. Yeah, we were just like shooting the shit and I gave I gave uh, I gave Eagle buttercream haze, I think, and then, like I gave 15 digits like uh, a different strain. I don't know. I gave him a different strain. But uh, I'm still growing the buttercream haze actually there, Kana, and uh, I gave away a pack last night. Oh yeah. Spread, spreading the love. Yeah, I gave away a pack, and uh, I do. I try to give do seed giveaways every so often that's awesome and i that's had multiples of packs to you for, for that reason right there i'll donate I, I had uh multiples of the the buttercream haze so i figured well i still got some as backup i might as well spread the love and rather than just letting them uh, sit in the vault there so i thought that had been a good opportunity to i love pass that absolutely pay it forward for sure 100 percent. so tell us about the buttercream haze then i mean I enjoy it. It does well. You know, it uh, grows big fat, uh, some donkey dick buds and, uh, you know, what nice yielder. Pretty, pretty buds. I enjoy the, the high. It's a uh, good sociable, uplifting buzz. I enjoy the taste. Uh, mine was uh, kind of earthy leaning, but uh, I want to say yours nice. is well. very enjoyable. Uh, TK, the one you chose to keep was a lot more TK leaning. I'm gonna yeah, say, I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. I don't know. I've got another one right, probably back there somewhere that's uh, getting ready to go into flower. There's really two really distinct ones. There's a wedding cake leaning pheno, and then there's a TK skunk leaning pheno. So. I'm They're guessing awesome. that it sounds like it's. Uh, I'm leaning towards the TK. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. I mean, enjoyable though. I highly suggest it to anybody that's looking for a good uh, strain. Check yeah, that out. That's awesome. I mean, I obviously, I passed it along. I wouldn't have passed along something I didn't approve of, Larry Queen. So appreciate that. Thank you. And I hope that I'm sure they will enjoy it as well. So. Oh, yeah. We should uh, give away a pack tonight. <laughs> I love giving packs away. I love when people like win something. It's it's cool. It's a cool feeling. It's like, hey. I think like Jinx said last night, crack for the soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's literally nailed it on the head. Man, wasn't that a good, a, a good 
thank you. I enjoyed that shit. He was he put out more out there than he thought than I thought he would. You know, I kind of been in touch with Dung Beetle a little bit lately, <clears throat> and uh, he had told me a little bit about what was going on with Jinx there, but I didn't want to bring it up. You know, I didn't think. Yeah, no, that's that's nobody's business. It's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what you did was good. You know what I mean? Like, you you talked about him. It was about him. It wasn't about nobody's qual or beef or drama. Like, it was legit about you know him and his journey and how, how positive he is in, as an influence and him and Miss Rose for this community. So I, I think I really enjoyed it a lot. Bravo. I appreciate that. I really do. Well, we've had I've had some good ones. Uh, did you happen to catch the one with uh, Mr. Soul? That was a really good one too. <laughs> I wrote a list of my favorite uh, episodes, and uh, Lim is on there. Teo, the Maricorn, shout out. Me and Teo, we went to Emerald Cup. That was awesome. Um, He's amazing, dude, right there. Tanasi, that was a good episode, and the Mr. Soul. I mean, it was awesome. Good job. On scoring that uh, interview, that was that was amazing. <clears throat> Appreciate that. It was those were all good episodes. Yeah, Mr. Liam Mass is a great guy. Yeah, Lynn I got awesome. tons of respect for him, man. He's so cool. Like he's honestly, he he helped me with a lot of my lighting situations and, um, <clears throat> yeah, just really cool people, honestly. And like we're all connected, which is crazy. Like in some way or another, like we all know each other, so. Yeah, but uh, it's been kind of weird like that. <coughs> I don't think it's weird. Industry. I think the plant is facilitating and connecting people. I don't know. That's just my belief. But you know, you could think I'm crazy. I I guess I could I could lead that into, uh, I'm intuitive and uh, I'm intuitive breeder and grower. You know what I mean? So I I pretty much. Obviously, the plants don't say, I need 0.1 NPK, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I definitely feel like if they need a tea, I, like I do organic. I got actually sponsored by this grow, um, Bio365. I met them at the Emerald Cup. <clears throat> Shout out Bio365 Tim and Brennan and uh, the whole team at Bio365. They're just amazing human beings. But I smoked a, a bud of MAC1 grown by... I believe it was Brennan at, at Bio365 and mind blown. That shit was so potent and it was so frosty. It looks not real. You know what I mean? And like when we rolled it in a joint, like we couldn't even smoke it off. Like we literally put it out three times in a matter of like a 45 minute drive because we were we were just like, yeah, I'm good. You good? No, okay, we're good. Like we put it out. But anyway, I was like, I need, I contacted him. I was like, I love dirt. I need some soil. <laughs> um, after using the Docs Buds Hybrid Super Soil Mix, it, it changed my mind about everything organic. Um, it unlocked the the fullest potential, which I had to stop using it, Eagle. I had to stop using it to breed with because I was literally not doing my growers any justice if they're not using something as good. You know what I mean? Like as far as pheno hunting and stressing. Like I was using the best of the best, you know what I mean? So it was like, I had to like back off of that for a little while, but it was an amazing experience. I love that soil. <clears throat> so Bio365 is a biochar based soil. It gives, you know, your microbes plenty of places to uh, live and stuff. So 
it's really amazing. I found that feeding with it improves it tenfold. So <clears throat> I started using Jack's three to one with it. And uh, I foliar with the Jack's in veg. So I like it. I like it a lot. Skipped around on me a little bit, Ken. I did. Damn I'm it. sorry. Squirrel. I told you. <laughs> I tried to warn you. Ask chat. I did. I warned you. Uh, it's all good. It's all just, good. just grasp at anyone and we'll just, we'll just take it and run with it. <laughs> That's all right. I'm reeling you back in, girl. I'm reeling you back in. So tell me about the girl. Um, when I guess we started talking a little bit, uh, I guess you started uh, seriously after uh, you know the army phase there. But when did you really uh, start growing uh, seriously? You, well, you said you went from uh, the CFLs. You kind of stepped it up a little bit. So were you just kind of you know growing? So tell us about the strains you were growing at that time, and uh, and then kind of lead us up to. Uh, when you decide to work with uh, breeding, when you know, I mean, you you kind of jumped ahead a little bit earlier there, but uh, you know, work us back, work us back, just fill in some holes here. Okay, so I started breeding. I got fucked over, and I was like, dude, like he's banking on those thousand seeds. He's gonna make ten thousand dollars. Like, what the fuck? Like, he paid me four hundred bucks. Like, I knew that I wasn't doing this right. I had to like regroup. <laughs> so. Um, <clears throat> I started little by little taking control and I was already working with this other breeder and he was going in a complete different direction, all his morals and which he didn't have any, but they just totally contradicted everything I was about. And so I struggled with it because he, he talked a big game. Like he told me he was in with governors and, you know, advanced nutrients. And like, he literally just, you know, he just had me doing all his work and he was, you know, taking all the credit. So I was like, if I'm going to do all the work and he's going to get all the credit, then I'm going to quit him and I'm going to do all the work and get all the credit, you know? So I started, you know, doing things the right way. Like he was literally turning around and selling F1s untested for like a hundred dollars pack. I was like, yeah, fuck that. Nope. <clears throat> so I definitely didn't want to be tied to any bad energy in this plant. Like there was no way. So I just had to regroup again, you know? Um, so I upped my game. I was growing in a 10 by 10 room. I had like fucking, I don't know, four Viper Spectras. And I had, I had one, this is kind of cool. I had one, a Solus Tech CMH 315 off Instagram, like three years ago. Uh, he did like a contest and a bunch of people wrote in and told him like how much I needed the light and um, how, how good of a person I was and stuff. So he, I ended up winning the, the 315 CMH by, from Solus Tech. So uh, I started doing mixed spectrums with the CMH and, and the LEDs. But meanwhile, I was changing everything all the time. I was changing the soil, I was changing the nutrients, changing the lights, changing the environment. It was incredibly insane. So, but I finally was like, I need a separate dwelling. I need to, you know, I need to regroup. So again, I regrouped. I doubled my space. I have like a 10 by 20-ish. <clears throat> So yeah, that's the castle. That's where all the magic happens. I have a separate uh, breeding place where I do my breeding and I run two consecutive grows and I, I moonlight as a hairstylist and I have three children. And, 
and get her done. So uh, what strains uh, did you start breeding with, girl? So <clears throat> I was working for this douchebag after I quit the guy from Spain. So I literally had to do everything he told me to do. So he was working with some really stellar genetics from Bodie and, you know, top dog, JJ. Like he was literally, you know, had, so I was like, fuck it. Like if anything, I do side side projects and start working on my own stuff. While I unfucked my life, you know, so because it wasn't a clean break, it wasn't. It was like breaking up, you know, with a I don't know a boyfriend, but we were nothing like that. We were literally like he would come over twice a week, bring soil, take some pictures of the grow, post them to IG, and then you know go about his way. And I was just like, yeah, no, this isn't working for me. So, uh, squirrel. We're talking about breeding, girl. We're talking about breeding. Yeah, so I was breeding with, you know, some really cool strains. I had the Oro Blanco from Bodie, which was a freebie. God, God be known to me why that strain, it was a freebie because it was the most amazing strain almost I've grown to date. Like, honestly, I can't even. <clears throat> I have a picture of her, but anyway, uh, that's the. I'm only laughing because somebody in the chat just went squirrel and you turned around and looked. <laughs> I told you. Okay, that's it. Um, I'm going to go get some CBD so I can come down a little bit. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm riding this out. <laughs> there you go. That's the attitude. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, uh, I was working with some Bodhi gear. I was working with Older Blanco. I was working with some exotic stuff, uh, the Miami Heat, which is the triple OG times the Miami Haze. The fucking fire strain. If you get the OG, you know, that was like my favorite. Um, the Striker, uh, bomb, bomb, bomb. That one was a disappointment. Uh, I loved it. It had like four foot long colas. It was uh, the Cube times. Miami heat there was so much like intermixing like I, I get it was so so long ago it was, uh, but anyway I made queen fighter with that striker bx1 and it I you know I put my queens against each other and they grow off and you know that strain was just a disappointment unfortunately uh we're I have a kind of like a, a grower apprentice and he he took on the the job of finding a stellar you know so I sent him like I don't know 800 seeds so he's playing with them <laughs> but yeah the cbd strain was like my very first project and i've ran i'm I've just i swear by that one it's it's phenomenal like uh it is amazing for anxiety like it's just amazing medicine so nice. <laughs> so uh do you want to walk through the flower stuff or like you know you're flowering and harvesting and all that good shit methods or would you rather talk about breeding um i don't know i've used like a lot of different stuff but i definitely have settled in on organics it's simple i collect rainwater um so my watering is i don't ever have to ph my water it's literally like consistently 20 ppm if anything i would have to bring it up but i I water organic, so if anything, I you know I adjust accordingly. 
and foyers or tees. So yeah, I don't know. That's like the medium that I'm using right now. Um, I'm using Bio 365 and I'm also using um, Optic Foyer. I've used it for like four years. It's a lights on foyer spray. Um, it guarantees delivery to the miso feel layer in 30 minutes or less. No, I'm just kidding. In 30 minutes, uh, it's lights on, no burn. Uh, you don't have to spray it under the leaves. You can just do it like a light mist. And every time I spray it, if, if your plants are fed right and they're happy, they definitely respond to it. Like you can see them, you know, spraying. And you can spray it in flower, which a lot of people get onto me. Sometimes I do, but it's like a light mist. It's not like I'm like droplets, you know what I mean? It's like the finest mist, but <clears throat> I smoke my butt out. I don't really sell it or anything, so. <laughs> so let's go into flower a little bit. Do you like to uh, defoliate? And, and are you a person that likes to defoliate flower? Yeah, I defoliate like twice in veg, twice in flower. I try to do it around the 20, 40 day range, but it's whenever I look at them and they look like they need to be defoliated. <laughs> like I don't have like a, today I'm watering six ounces and I'm going to turn the heat, the CO2 on for, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not like, I'm like, oh, you want, you want some CO2 bitches? I got you. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I just, I water, I make, I keep it as simple as possible because when I'm pheno hunting and stuff, like I'm not trying to push, I'm not trying to unlock their fullest, like, you know what I mean? Like I want to see them in their natural state. Yes, I train them. Yes, I stress them. But for the most part, I'm looking for an organic, natural look of the plant so that I can get a full flavor profile or whatever the case may be. But um, in flower, I use a 660 Meow Mix light fixture, quantum boards, uh, demo bowl, 3,500K, I think. <clears throat> Don't mark my words on that. Yes, mark my words on that. 3,500K. Um, it's amazing light, but I've actually supplemented side lighting with uh, whites and reds, um, just some LEDs that I had laying around. So <laughs> just playing with shit, just fucking around. But, you know, mostly I do a seed run. I try to do a flower run, pheno hunt run. And then I, you know, do a, a seed run so I, I try to consistently work a few of my lines every time I run flower which I'll give you a little peek that's all my strains um these are tested only released like seven or ten of them something like that and these are in testing right here so um I have to give a shout out to the Piano Queens Guardsmen because if it wasn't for them there's no way I'd be able to work half the shit I'm able to without them so and everybody who buys my gear and supports me 100 percent and grows my gear and puts you know takes time and and their tent like you know i appreciate you eagle for uh you know kind of taking a bet on me because a lot of people are like oh female breeder female breeder. oh you know i don't know it's this weird thing it's like i have a vagina and like they're afraid of it or something <laughs> uh but anyway i wish it wasn't like that i wish i you know people would just take me for what I am, and that's just a talented can of queen. <laughs> there could be more than one. I, I don't try to compete with anybody. I don't try to be better than anybody. I just, I literally don't say, you gotta buy my gear, it's the best out there. It's so fire, my turkey, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, you saw a picture of my strain. You liked it. She spoke to you, you should buy it. You should try to grow it. <laughs> you know, I'm not like a hardcore marketer promoter. So that being said, Harvest Mutual, Seed Bank, picked me up and 
I can be a breeder now and not a marketer, a promoter, a shipper, you know, customer service. Like as much as I love that, and I still always do customer service and be available to anybody at any time. <clears throat> now I can focus more on that mess of a list I have over there. It's a, it's a lot of work breeding there. We'll get there in just a second, girl. God, squirrel. Damn. <laughs> I know, say, uh, that's what I'm saying. There's no way I can keep up with all the new stuff coming out. And like everybody sends me seeds and I just feel compelled and I feel obligated to pop them all. Like, honestly, like I feel horrible. If I someone hope you get to work that orange line for one. I know. I know how that slides. I just want to give line. a quick shout out to the most hated grower that pop, just popped in the chat. He does his own live streams here on YouTube and he has his own, uh, stuff going to make sure and uh, pop in and say hi to him when he does his lives and thank you for checking mine out sir sorry miss queen i didn't mean to jump in there but you haven't finished your grow yet god damn it let's get back let's focus focus one thing at a time i gave i gave you your option i gave you a lane to choose now god okay, damn so it let's i went through okay so i went through flower i went through the lights i'm using uh, I have, you know, I've we, we, yeah, we got to go through your harvest yet. Let's see here, you know. Uh, okay, so, do you like, a, are you a wet trimmer? Do you like to hang that shit? Do you buck that shit off into a, like fucking grow in those big old hanging nets? Do you, no, see, I've tried everything and I just settled in with, uh, I don't have time to put it in 48 hours dark as much as I do see a little bit of a difference. And I do. So, uh, what do you end up doing uh, with the trim? Yeah, all right, uh, since we're talking uh, that, how do you have a preferred like drying method? Uh, not, you know, curing method, I guess. Do you like a long, do you try to do a long-term store or you just, uh, you know, you do buckets or so you dry that shit? you really touch on the fact that like I make and consume a lot of arsenal. Um, the fact that I do a lot of seed input, I, a lot of people don't know that, but as a breeder, if you're only breeding, you're forfeiting a lot of small pool, you know what I mean? Like, it's small pool, but who wants to swap like the seed, you know? Like, it's honestly not enjoyable even to me. Like, the highs and the same, because, like, you know, when you pollinate, it stops making the, you know, it stops putting all the power into making more trichomes and, and bigger buds. Tip your phone somehow or another, your audio, uh, goofed up real quick you guys did you set something in your phone there you go not better <laughs> now there's nothing i don't know what happened oh hold on it was great and then all of a sudden it just Kind of went sounding like echoey. 
keep going, uh, maybe. If, uh, hopefully it'll come back. I ain't giving up. What does it sound like? Don't, do I sound like a robot or like a dude or like? Sounds like you're uh, talking into a, a cup. <laughs> it was just fine, and then all of a sudden it started sound like you, you know, you're talking into a glass. Yeah, I don't get it out so dry travel sure. <laughs> but uh my sugar trim I use for RSO and my my seated bud I use for RSO. Um I my grandmother had Alzheimer's stage six Alzheimer's and I took care of her until she passed away. And uh I was tested and I carried the gene and I wasn't, you know, whatever for the gene and so I just uh I've done a lot of research and um I quit smoking cigarettes and I've been keeping a very heavy doses of THC and CBD in my system at all times um, to protect my precious brain cells. <laughs> but that's why I'm not chalking that up to, uh, you know, Meryl, like I even, I can't remember if it was your show. Someone's talking about how cannabis does, you know, it's scientifically proven that it messes with your short-term memory. And so on top of, you know, I just, I do forget a lot of stuff, but it's really a lot of short-term stuff. Like, it's like quick, but it comes back. So I'm going to chalk that up to the, just the cannabis. <laughs> the high, high dose. <laughs> Do you make any uses of your like uh, trim? Um, what do you mean? Do you like uh, make edibles? Do you have it sent off for uh, extract? Yeah, so Do you make bubble? If, if I want to make edibles, then I put the RSO in the butter. So I have to use a lot less. It's... That makes good sense. I can. I like to conserve and I like to do it quick and easy in the best, easiest way possible. So, What did they say? Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Smarter, not harder. I like that one better. What was that one? What kind of flower are you smoking on over there? I actually, um, it's, I have like a little bit of everything in here. So I have some trade bait autos by Night Owl Seed Company. Wow. That shit was amazing. So I bred with it. <laughs> so now I'm reading autos. Um, that's besides the point. I'm doing a photo, to, I'm doing two or three photo to auto breeding projects. I'm doing two auto to auto and I'm going to embark on a duck's foot auto auto so we'll see what i got going on here but it's a little bit of craziness i'm smoking all kinds of shit all of it <laughs> all the colors of the rainbow nothing wrong with that i do it myself all the time i would show it to you but let's see it's, it's not pretty it's not like i'll show it to you still but like it's not it's not gorgeous but it's amazing it's fire Don't look bad. It looks really good. It was really, I mean, autos tend to be a little airy, which I want to fix. Like, I want to, like, a lot of night owls are, like, super compact. But there's some things I want to fix about those, too. So, I don't know. I'm just going to just play. Like, I, I literally pulled five zips off. I know she was seated, but I pulled five zips off a four-foot auto plant, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, pretty confident that uh, my selections are still, you know, pretty much... 
hopefully on point. I mean, I'm not going to brag yet, but I popped, I already popped all those autos and they're already all above soil. So um, I'm not looking to see a lot of uh, autos in the F1s of the photos autos, if any. But uh, I'm excited to see these auto autos. See what my little hands did. Created. But that auto purple micro dot from Morningstar Seed Company was the mother and the father to a lot of the plants. So. She was purple. Oh, she was gorgeous. And her terpenes are like grapey, citrusy, gas. Excuse me. <clears throat> so she's she's got all kinds of stuff in her though. She's got the I think amnesia haze and she's got like gorilla glue. Just she's 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 but but she's amazing. She's a monster. And he calls them ten boys, and I swear to God, like I literally had to rearrange them like eight times because they were outgrowing their spot. Like they were like pushing the plants out of the way and I was like listen here <laughs> but I trained them I topped them at 23 days I transplanted them at 27 days dude they didn't flinch like they didn't even flinch I'm going to chalk that up to it being you know partly the soil as well you know being that it's amazing yeah. so is there any uh autos in your future in breeding or any uh right now i'm just playing i have uh i already have sent them out to my guardsmen <clears throat> my guardsmen that grow autos so they can tell me if they're worth shit or not <laughs> and if they're not then i don't know at least i tried you know what i mean like i really want to make the queen uh an auto and i you know i've already got to the phase one so i'm going to find the most auto leading best pheno out of the 60 that i popped and I'm going to F to them, and then I will be sending those to Morningstar, and he will be doing the, a, a selection for a generation. So we'll be collabing cross-country. It'll be cool. I'm excited. I'm collabing with a lot of people. Um, it's pretty exciting. Interesting. Actually, me and Evolve are going to fuck around with that uh, poison mimosa. Wait, no, mimosa. Something mimosa S1 male. <laughs> yeah i'm excited i'm excited me and my friend lefty's farm did a lemon delight tk and all five a's cross and we we're calling it menage delight so we got that one. i was actually he was nice enough well, little birdie dropped a, a sample of evolves uh temple of the dog and some uh he was nice enough to pass some seeds along to me so yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. It was a nice flower, you know, heads off to him. He did a nice job. I'm glad you brought him up so I could, you know, give him a shout out. For yeah, that there. Like, I'm so jealous. He's going to Amsterdam, but we're going to meet he up. He sounds back. Time. Perfect. Oh, Full back? circle. Um, Just like that. Evolve and I are going to meet up at Spanibus and we're going to smoke the strain that I make with his pollen. So that's on my agenda. <laughs> Well, so now we're going back down the breeding rabbit hole. We kind of veered off to the cannabis. Now we're going to go back into the uh, breeding side of things. So what what would you say is one of your favorite creations to date? Nothing that's not released yet. Let's go there. Let's, let's start with something that's out there in the public domain. Okay, not something that's in the kitchen and you're dying to get out there. You're super <laughs> yeah. excited to get it. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure this is going to be a shocker, but the Queen White Hayes is my, you know, my all-time favorite. I've literally crossed her to almost every single phenomenal strain that I've found in the last four years, and I've grown 200 different strains. I've popped 3,500 seeds in five years or some shit. Like, it's, it's a little out of control. <laughs> Um, no, it was like 1,800 C's in the past, I don't know, three years or so. So, um, I pheno hunted 80 or more, uh, different varieties of strains and I, I, you know, I found them, I cloned them, I stressed them, I, I worked them and I made my selections and, um, some worked out, some didn't and some made it, some didn't, you know, it's, it's cool though, because like, I never really called or wanted to call myself a breeder. Because I felt, I felt inf inferior. Is that when like you feel, yeah, when you're not superior but inferior? Like I felt like I didn't belong in that category until I actually put in the work and made the mistakes and paid my dues. You know what I mean? Like I really just felt like it was like a initiation type thing that you you had to, you just had to do. <clears throat> so, you know, and you know, you think about it. It's so ass backwards that you're thinking on that too. And it's it, how it works out like that. How men have stepped in and kind of dominated uh, a flowering or you know, the gardening world when, you know, you, most times you would think that would be like a woman's domain, you know, like in vegetables joke, or just flowers. I'm sorry, Ken. No, 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 it's fine. I keep cutting you off. But I was just going to say, uh, pertain to that is like I always joke about how um, women are, you know, about men, men are about women, but in the plant, like, I'm totally the opposite. Like, I, I totally, I think that the males are just as important, if not more important than the female selection, because the females are not a dime a dozen, don't get me wrong, but like, obviously, there's that special one. And you're lucky to, you know, find, you know, to find it and be able to work it and stuff. But like, I don't know. I feel like the males don't get. I gotta, you know, I gotta protest for for the dudes, man. In in the in the plant, not not in the industry because that's a whole other ball game. Um, there's a lot of you know dudes that have you know been solid and welcomed me with open arms, which is really cool. But there's been equally, if not more, that have dismissed me or shunned me. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, made me feel lesser than. And I, you know, I just. I don't even acknowledge it anymore. It doesn't even doesn't even phase me because if if it didn't matter, it wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? So to the people, it does matter. They don't matter. <laughs> so I gotta say because it's not so, about me physically. It's about the fucking work and the gear and like the genetics and the medicine. You know. That's why I didn't show my face for a really long time. People were like. I did the dab and gab for, I don't know, like six months. And I did, you know, uh, Tricom Chasers. I did uh, KB After Dark. I did some, um, I don't know, like I was involved, but I never showed my face because I was just like, I want people to respect me for my my work and not because I have a pretty face or I'm cool or, you know what I mean? Like I really want this to be about the plant because that's, that's what it's about for me. Well, that's what it should be, and that's, you know, uh, the whole stereotype is, you know, should be, you know, it's a joke. Well, I'm breaking down that wall. I mean, a lot of women are. You know, I think Miss Jill, I actually had the opportunity to meet Miss Jill and, like, 
sit down with her and actually Bodhi's girlfriend. And I met Bodhi and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but holy crap. Like I know Miss Jill and, and like, you know, all that drama that surrounded, but like honestly meeting her as a person and being a female in this industry, she's, she freaking trailblazed that shit. She is a fucking warrior. And I don't care what anybody says. I'm separating her personal life from who she is as a fucking breeder and a fucking woman and an inspiration for other women that think that they can't do it because this man or that man, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Like, put your lady balls on and get the fuck out there and get to work because you can do what they can do, if not better. You don't even know if you don't try. So back to the breeding here. So what are you looking for in selections? Like when you're selecting strains on both sides, what are you looking for in your female? And what are you looking for in your stuff? Oh, man. This is actually strain dependent, really, because honestly, I mean, as far as the bud structure is going to come from the female, the actual, to me, the, the actual structure and like, in some cases, and this is strain dependent and don't, you know, don't crucify me for this, but like, you know, some of the actual potency and stuff I feel like comes from the males. And like, I've kind of like, in my weird fucked up reader mind of like, okay, so like, you know, like when you get two people together and I just, I really compare the plants to like people and I look at it like that. So uh, what I breed for is generally you would think is like what I would select. Right. But like, I literally, I breed first for my select, you know, for like whatever crossing the genetics. But then once I get the F ones, I get it out to, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 people and I'll get, I have like a tester form and I'll get a general view of what they prefer. And that's the pheno that I ended up moving forward because unfortunately, believe it or not, like I am in the customer service business. I am to cater to, I am not to breed. Like, even though like, I feel like I know my selections are best. It's not, it's like you smelling a jar of this and me smelling a jar of this and you getting a total different terpene profile because your body requires different things. So <clears throat> that's how I've like kind of based my breeding selection as far as like, you know, moving stuff forward is off of the majority vote on you know you know sometimes i'll do two versions of it so i can get you know more of a an audience covered because i really feel like i just want to give it if it's a good medicine for them and like or they it grows amazing or it works for them like i want to make sure they can have it like that's just i don't know this is how i am so yeah i only do regs only regulars right now i want to fuck around with feminized but I don't know. Something in me is fighting that. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm succumbing to it right now. You've already kind of explained this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, though. You right from the beginning of the story. You're like, I don't play well with other bitches. So why would you want to bring? <laughs> I don't want more females. No, honestly, that's the only type of bitches that I can get along with. So no, I'm just kidding. Honestly. Uh, I don't, I'm not against it. Obviously I know there's, there's value in selfing or reversing a plant. I just, I did the research and I've, I've, you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard many, many forums, talks, whatever, uh, podcasts. And 
when it says that it affects it at epigenetic level, that's where it starts to fuck with me. Cause I'm like, here I am talking about organic this and this, you know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, it's a GMO and you give it to, you know, you give it to your kid. Like that's, that's, that's what I'm, that's where my brain's at. It might not be logical to like some people, but to me, it makes sense for now. <laughs> I just don't like hearing that it fucks with this, you know, genetic sequence that, it, you know, grandparents, 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 like, you know, that's not cool to me. We're supposed to make it better. Right. Which obviously I see a point in selfing, like my, you know, I, I definitely do. And I'm going to eventually, you know, get there. I've made STS myself. I made it with a nine volt battery, some, some silver rods and some what, you know what I mean? Like I, I definitely am not against it. I just am against doing it right now. <laughs> see, well, CJ Apple says fire it up. And I very much agree. I get a little excited okay. and passionate. My fire gets going. Can't help it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. No, we need more of that. Yes, That's we what do. I'm saying. Like if I if my story or my my journey or my gear, my genetics, my whatever, like can inspire people, then I'm winning. I'm already I've already won, you know. <clears throat> I'm blessed, not lucky. That's a hashtag that I you know. I was gonna tell you in the beginning, one of, one of the people that I met on the forum, actually when I first got on IG, he's a really close friend of mine. He's like, you know, Kenna, you're an amazing person. He's like, I love you girl, but you ain't gonna make it. He's like, you are not gonna make it in this industry. He's like, you are too soft. You got too much of a heart and um, people are gonna take advantage of you. He's like, unless you, know, you change your ways. And I'm like, I'm never gonna change who I am. He's like, well, don't do that. He's like, make me a promise. He's like, promise me you'll never change. And I was like, I promise you. I don't care if I get big, if I don't get big, like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to still be who I am. I'm still going to do what I do. <coughs> my, my goals, I breathe with a purpose. I breathe, you know, with goals and they're not, they're not faltering. So. So what kind of, what stuff's in the kitty? What do you, uh, you want to talk about anything that, uh, may be coming up or maybe close to being released so um i did write this down um somewhere okay so uh some of my new testers that i'm super excited about um Definitely the Lady Luck strain. That's like number one. But um, as much as I love doing charity, I gotta somehow, you know, work stuff that's gonna pay the bills. So <laughs> um, I worked some deep chunk F13 from Mantis Genetics. Uh, I, I've always been obsessed with just the idea of deep chunk and anything from Tom Hill um, or the chemist. Uh, so I made a bunch of chunky crosses. Like I did a chunky uh, tree stars, which is my blue tree stars. It's a striker times blue god, um, which is a blueberry F4 times god, but by Jordan the Islands. I love that strain. It was amazing medicine for me. Um, <clears throat> so any of the blue tree stars crosses turn out pretty fire. Um, I see a lot of the Starfinder and a lot of them. The Terps on the Blue Tree Stars are like, like rubbery, 
um, blueberry, like, like, like somebody did a burnout, you know what I mean? Like not like a, just a fresh rubber tire, like a, like a burnout smoke cloud. You know what I mean? That's what it smells like. It's pretty fire. I love that. I love like the weirder, the raunchier, the better to me. <laughs> so, um, I did a chunky unicorns, which uh, is the, the deep chunk F13 times the purple unicorn. Um, actually, no, it was the purple Wookiee times the queen white haze, which the purple Wookiee is the roadkill unicorn, which is roadkill Afghani times purple unicorn, which is blackberry widow times Wookiee 15 by Bodhi. Love Bodhi. I actually got to sit down with Bodhi and I showed him, I have to go back to that. us talking about the Oro Blanco because I have a lot of his strains, the dragon's blood hash plant. I had a bunch of bleeders too. Uh, prayer tower, space monkey. Um, I got to ask him if Prayer Tower, the Appalachia was Lucky Charms. Like I got to show him pictures of my Oro Blanco and I was like, dude, what was your inspiration behind, you know, the Hawaiian, the the Dragon's Blood? Like, tell me everything. Like, I just want to know it all. Like it was, it was like an amazing experience. One I'll never forget. It was monumental, but he told me that I had an eye for selection. I was really talented and I should chase my dreams and keep doing what I'm doing, which I didn't really need affirmation, but what Bodhi tells you. I mean, he's just, I don't know, he's just aura, like, he's just, he's, he's amazing. I just, I really love his style when he talks about the symbiotic nature. Um, I don't know, it's, it's just something that a lot of people can't even fathom, I guess. But anyway, that's a whole nother ballgame. <laughs> Queen White A's? Okay. Um, yes, Queen White A is my number one strain for sure, my go-to. Uh, she's resilient. She'll make any grower, like new grower. Um, she'll make an advanced grower. Like she she just makes you, she gives you confidence as a grower. Like she really will take anything. She can, she's just resilient as fuck, you know, but she, there's a lot of uh, OG leaning phenos. It, a lot of the phenos will look sativa, but smoke indica. Um, it's the white times the Wookiee, which is the Oro Blanco uh, times Miami Heat, which is triple OG times Miami Haze. Um, I think I have, yeah, F4s in testing and uh, Queen White Haze V2. So I went more towards an indica variety on the V2, and I'm really loving what I'm seeing. So that's all I can really say about that right now. <laughs> but she's phenomenal. Um, if you haven't had a chance to see her, smoke her, grow her. She's in the buttercream haze, but the butter the uh, layer cake from Swamp Boys like overtook her completely. Like, especially the Fina that you had, there's probably no Queen Ways in there at all. <laughs> um, she's citrusy. Uh, the stem rub is like rubbery, like Play-Doh, like salty baby doo-doo. I don't know. I do have the Queen White Haze still that needs to be popped so sooner or later. I, I noticed that last night because I looked at them both. I was like, well, I can't give this one away. I don't have a backup of this one. I have to run this one, too. <clears throat> well, I got you. <laughs> We're old buddies. We went to, what, two? Well, I, I met you at Kush Talk, and then, you know, I kind of tagged along with you at uh, the Detroit High Times Cannabis Cup. That was super, super cool at the Industrial Center. I got to see Wu-Tang and got to meet Free Groly, and uh, it was really awesome. That was crazy, crazy weekend, that's for sure. So did you see, I believe it's uh, Gibby, G 
Gibby Grown, Gibby Grown. Did I say that right? Mm hmm. Yep. They, they say, where's the flashcards? I know. Okay, so during the week, Gibbs is one of my one of my followers. Uh, one of my. What do you? One of my. Did friends. I say it right? Like, Did I say yeah, it right? I, yeah, Gibby Grown. Yeah, I just call him. I, just, I give him all nicknames, Gibbs. But anyway, okay, I, um, want, I didn't want to embarrass him or myself not getting it right. That's. I hope we don't embarrass easy. <laughs> I hope uh, I didn't get it right. <laughs> I fuck him up. I fuck. I fuck him up. That's. What, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny, but okay. So if anybody knows the American one, he gives these really fucking awesome uh, inline trading cannabis cards. Okay, so on the back of the cards is like you know this is called this is puna butter from Hali Kala Maui. Um, but two times a week, I I read off these cards. They're um they're called inline. They are they were printed in 1996. Uh, they're just a bunch of like marijuana stories told in like on cards, some like in series. Like some have like four or five cards to a set, and like I read through them, and then I re I do trivia, and like I ask questions. Um, at the end of the week, we do a giveaway. Like this week, we're doing a giveaway for the fire and flames. Um, but it's fun when like when we got quarantined, like I was like, dude, I want to keep people like I want to learn. Like we need to learn. Like stop going live and be like. You know what I mean? Like, let's learn something. Let's talk about the planet. Let's, let's you know, let's, let's, let's fucking, let's do something, you know? So, uh, Teo, blessed me with this whole deck. So I've been going through them. Uh, this is how much I've done so far. And um, it's just really fun. It's a, way, it's a fun way to feel involved uh, with uh, some of my followers and friends. And uh, it's cool because a lot of them become like family, you know, like family I got to choose. Um, so, and a lot of them I met, like after the Lady Luck, Tragedy. I'm gonna call it the tragedy. It was awful, but uh, I met so many people who reached out to me. And were like, she changed my life. She was there for me. She, you know, and she was there for me. Like, you know, my daughter was a teenage, like an early teen at the time when I first met her. And she was going through some really tough teenage stuff. And I lost my grandmother, and like, she was there for me. She was there for everybody, and still like maintained her her standing. I don't know how the hell she did it, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I aspire to spread her inspiration and make something good out of what she did but yeah those are the trivia cards so if you ever ever had a chance to catch me live wednesdays and fridays at 4 20. um i do those but i went live today and i did a hemp bridal like little quiz and i told everybody that if they came here and watched the show on friday before the drawing on at 4 20 I, I would ask a question or two about this you know something that happened on the show and if they were here watching and paying attention because i like when my people pay attention um and they get it right. I'll do a separate raffle um, for a drawing for that winner. So I haven't decided the pack yet. I think it's just going to be Queen White Haze. Maybe two versions of Queen White Haze. Sometimes I do breeders packs. I just like to do fun stuff. Like, you know, I feel like cannabis theory. Like, you get seeds. You get seeds. I love it. It gives me great joy. Like when Jinx Proof said it was like cracking the salt, I was like, dude, you get me. You get me. Like it's a good cause. And like I feel selfish being selfless. Like or like giving. Like I feel selfish because it makes me feel good. Like is that I don't know. Anyway, it's it's something I conflict with myself. No worries. We're good. <laughs> well, I appreciate you going on and supporting the show with the cards like that. 
And fucking American one, he's a cool motherfucker. I, I enjoy having him. He's been on, he did a whole episode, and he's been on a couple of times. But I'm kind of jealous I don't. I didn't get to fuck some cards by then. Because that's fucking some cool shit right well, there. He's, them, like, he's, he's probably playing that people. shit. He's probably he playing that shit. Calendar right here, this calendar he sent me from 1977. Like, he collects all those, like, vintage old, like, smoke magazines and stuff. Like, watch out, dude. That guy, like, he, like, he, he knows what's up. Like, I don't know, like, how, like, you're getting high. And you're like, yeah, I got to see this magazine. I'm all like, dude, can I roll that magazine page up into a joint? Like, what's up? <laughs> Oh, I got tons of respect for the American one. I do. He likes to fucking lead me out. I, he, he's fun. I, I tell him, you like to lead me right off the fucking cliff with that fucking carrot. Horse fucking chasing that carrot. He's always fucking doing it too. Set me right up, put my foot in my mouth. Hello. Yeah, his, right? his name is a fucking fire. Like, I think I've broken fire. all of his strains, um, but Amy Aces, so. Well, that's the next one in my boat. I stopped growing everybody else's strains. You guys, stop sending me seeds. No, I'm just kidding. I really have to grow and work my own stuff. So I hope everybody can forgive me. And I can't, I'm sorry, but I have to start, you know, growing my own stuff. So um, I'm going to take a break from the pheno hunting extraordinaire of two years. And I'm going to start working my own lines. Now I have, I don't know, over 50 strains. And I, I that's what I was trying to say. Like when I said I, I didn't allow people like i didn't feel good people call me a breeder like now i have two strains that i crossed and made my own strain and like f2 or f3 and now i'm crossing those and now i feel like a breeder now i feel like i'm putting in the work now i feel like i feel like i earned that title like i feel like it's an honor like it's an honor to be able to understand and you know work with you know putting two plants together because it's not like oh you're cute oh you're oh you smell good all right let's let's see what happens i mean it is and sometimes you get something good but that's why we have so much uh intersexing and like so many herb aphrodites and stuff it's just it's so much bottlenecking and people aren't paying attention to what they're doing they're <clears throat> opening up stuff that has no business being there and instead of like you know making a mistake and like going back like they just keep going forward and i don't know um yeah so I got to shout out Jaws. What's up, Jaws? He's one of my guardsmen as well. I love my guardsmen, dude. They're, they're fucking, they're my homies. They got my back, but they're fucking amazing, talented growers, and um, they're dedicated, <laughs> and I love that. It's awesome. Sounds pretty awesome. I got much love for everybody in this community. You know, like we've touched on it several times. The cannabis community is, you know, it's a whole di we're a whole different breed than most, I think. Yep. Yep, it's a whole different ball game. Um, Gibby said I should BX one the queen, which at the F five stage, which I was going to use the winning clone from the Queen White Hayes side of the Dueling Queens grow off. Phenomenal, like. Whoa, that that strain it's like it looks like something that i don't know somebody but me would be coming out like somebody like that's been i don't know dj short you know what i mean like it looks that amazing um sometimes it's hard for me to believe that i selected and, and you know created that it's 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 an amazing feeling um but anyway at the f5 i was going to and instead of 
forwarding it to an F5. I'm pretty happy with it at the F4 if the testing, you know, continues going well, which I have like 36 of them about to flip the flower uh, or or less. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm fully optimistic that I can I, I can lock that in and and be confident with where I am with that with that line for now and move on to other things. So what's up with uh, what's ahead uh, for the queen? Do you have any uh, plans in store? I had a lot of plans for events to go to this year, but I guess um, that's giving me time to stay home and 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 work. So um, I don't have any real big plans for uh, twenty twenty, unfortunately. But twenty twenty one, yeah, I plan on going to Oklahoma for a cup. Someone's going to be entering the Queen White Haze and uh, the Lemon Delight, I believe, and one of the high times there. So I want to be there for that because she's going to win. So I, I got to be there. That's going to be epic. And then uh, Colorado for the Autoflower Cup and um, also Massachusetts for the Hemp, hemp Fest, I think it is. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of hemp, have you ever thought about dipping your uh, feet in the hemp arena? <laughs> Um, so I, my dad has 125 acres in West Virginia and he gave me and my inheritance, which was 12 acres. Uh, so I looked up just curious, you know, looked it up and, and hemp is legal there. And, uh, so I went ahead and bought the permit. It was only a hundred dollars to designate 50 acres. I mean, yeah, 50 acres for hemp processing, but I started looking into it and I, I really did my homework and I suggest anybody that wants to take such a big leap, uh, cause I've always jumped and then looked and um, I'm starting to like realize that's not how you do things. Uh, <laughs> so people aren't able to move their their hemp, their CBD products. They're not able, unless they're, you know, processing it themselves and like people are, it's, I don't know. It's just something that I don't think I'm ready for yet. And plus I just love cannabis so much, you know? So even if I, I moved to a place where hemp was legal, I'd have to, you know, not do my cannabis. So even, you know, CBD aside, uh, and I believe that should be the first uh, first aim at him, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But oh, what, yeah. as far as like textiles uses, are, are they making uh, clothes and, you know, paper and shit so out of it? Are, we, have we reached that level? I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was thinking like if I was only going to do one or two acres, yeah, CBD hemp, but if I'm doing let's just say 20 acres or more, that's going to be fiber hemp, you know, but like, <clears throat> it's just a whole nother ball game that I, you know, I'm one person, like I do everything on my own as it is. And that would take more than a village, you know what I mean? And um, right now I'm just really trying to, you know, enjoy the moment, you know, savor everything, the shit not hitting the fan every time I turn around. <laughs> so so, Miss Kana, could you be so gracious just to maybe entertain the, the chat for a half a second while I step right over there and grab me a fat bud for a fucking second round? I mean, oh. it all through my fatty, and I'm like sitting here dry, and I'm like fucking oh, watching you chief on that right. pole, and I'm like, God damn it. We're going to so once. What's that? Yeah, so American One brought up Lefty. Uh, I don't know if you follow Lefty Farms, but uh, our Operation Grow season two, they grew Queen's Batch A. Um, 
they it was an undisclosed strain at the beginning and i think it was week seven i think they were some people were like four weeks in flower i disclosed that it was the lemon delight um this plant was just i mean it was just phenomenal like i was just blown away and then you know there was i think seven other growers a couple had to drop out but they ended up finishing the grows rhizo rich honey two uh mystic grower uh, underground organics i'm forgetting somebody delta nine jack and PL growth systems that's that was the guy who ran it uh sponsored the the grow off with the PL growth systems it was it was a database grow off which i was so stoked about because who would have a chance to get you know data back on people growing and using a control plant, you know, it was really cool. So if you have a chance to go check that out, they're doing season three now with Ross and Jeff. Um, they're doing auto pots. Uh, it's really cool. It's a really awesome show. And um, I always love to support uh, friends with them. Doc Wigglers is on there. Um, there's someone else. Lefties, JCC, Medicaid, Mexican. Yeah, I'm forgetting people. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Brain fart, squirrel. <laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> did you miss embracing organics, right? Is that who you talking about? Do what? Squirrel. <laughs> oh man, is that gonna be my nickname now? <laughs> no, I'm the queen. You are the queen. I'm just ben playing with you. Ben the motherfucking me. No. But anyway, yeah, so this is all my strains and testing. It's pretty crazy. But uh, one thing I'm super excited about also is the Angola Red Colombian Black Original Haze Triple Land Race Sativa uh, by uh, White Buffalo Seed Company. Um, I was really scared of that strain. And sometimes when I'm really scared of something, I just like go for it. So I grew it. Um, I chopped it down in week 16. It could have gone 18 weeks. <laughs> And so I wrote Vision Creator, who had you know a hand in, in creating some of the Congolese crosses at White Buffalo. I'm like, Vision. I'm like, I chopped it down at sex 16. I was like, 16. I was so defeated. I felt so bad. I felt like I didn't do it justice. Like it was just starting to fill in. It was super covered in trichomes, which I wasn't expecting. And you know, it's such a, a land race dominated strain. It was a little area. There was two phenos. Um, the one I chose was the less area of the two. And when I harvested, uh, I hadn't taken a, and you guys clone everything, clone, well, well, but I hadn't taken a clone of the Fino one, which wasn't, wasn't the best. It was like really super foxtail-y and like little bubbles coming off the hairs. And like, I was like, no, you're not cute. So, but uh, I didn't take a clone. And when I harvested and smoked her, it was literally the most euphoric, creative. Like I felt like fucking Gene, like Einstein when I smoked that shit. Like I literally felt like I could, it was like the limitless pill. Like I just felt like I could take on the world and you could ask me anything. And if I didn't know the answer, I'd find it for you. <laughs> um, but I was really sad that I didn't keep that, but I have some more seeds. So let's hold off on that 18 week flower. But I did cross it to my Wookiee unicorn, which I'm calling unicorn race. And we're gonna see if that maybe dents in the bud a little bit, short flower time. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Tractor, yeah, no, I need like a fucking 
dude, I would need heavy equipment. Like the the land is like on a 300 foot incline. Like you can't even drive a vehicle. There's no running water. There's no power. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot to take on. But you know, there's that option for you know when I can take that on. So I'm not rushing anything. I'm just kind of you know, like I said, taking it in strides. And... So I'm gonna I'm gonna squirrel I'm gonna squirrel this time. Squirrel. It's fucking. You see American one through that shit up and fucking. That dude is fucking hilarious. I I I, I really appreciate that dude. Grow talk aside, because I know he knows his shit, but I can actually just I can see myself hanging out with the American one and just fucking smoking all day long. And I can see that. Yeah, we hung out at Emerald Cup and everybody was like, "Is he a big, big fat black guy?" He is right. He's a big fat black guy, and I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> But we actually walked up to Swami's booth and Swami walked up to us and Tay was all talking to him and Swami, we were smoking a joint with Swami and Swami was like, here, you can have this. And like, Tay was all like smoking it. Like we're walking away and I'm like, put it out, put it out, like put it out. He's like, what? He's like, let's smoke this shit. I was like, no, we're going to save that forever. So I came home on the the plane with me. (laughs) Um. And that was really cool. We got to meet Frenchie and the Dutch, the uh, Duchess, Dabin Dutch, Dabin Duchess. Sorry, I'm really high right now. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. Cup was really cool. Really cool. And I'm pretty sure I came home with Corona because I was really fucking sick when I came home. <clears throat> so I just want to do a little bit of live air on live on air planning. That was my squirrel. That's funny. I'm going to use that. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to steal that shit. It's not your nickname. I'm just going to start. You remember how, like, fucking uh, how the weed nerds always had, you know, sub-started the lunchbox and shit? That's going to be my new... I'm going to steal it. Every time I have a brain fart, I'm just going to... Get her done. Actually, name a strange brain fart. (laughs) Uh, There's a brainstorm by Ghost Genetics, and I I was growing it. Um, I had a huge bug problem and it eradicated like 70 of my seeds like every time i pop seeds it's 70 80 90 sometimes 100 seeds at a time you know what i mean so it's like that was detrimental to me like i had some agent orange seeds that were like 15 years old that i got from somebody who got them from sonic seeds from the original time he first time like the first stock like i don't know i was just i was i wanted to just burn it down at that point <laughs> it was pretty sad um I learned a lesson and this plant will forever teach you lessons. So if you think that you've conquered one subject, be ready for another one to get you. <laughs> Just want to give a shout out to uh, Sergeant Pepper 420 who joined the chat a few minutes ago. I just want to live on, that's what I'm going to live out here on playing. God damn, my fucking mouth's all fucked up. Playing live on air. There, there it is. Listen, this put is them, live. Put them thoughts in the right order there. <clears throat> damn. Thank you, Modern Genetics. I appreciate you having me here. I really enjoy hanging out with my people. <laughs> Saturday show, if you're listening, Sergeant Pepper. Um, by request, I was going to book somebody Saturday. I've been pretty good about booking somebody, and I 
I thought, what the fuck? Maybe I'll phone one in because I got the double episode tomorrow or whatever. But uh, at request of Miss D's Nugs, that poor lady there, uh, I fucked that name up, Canna, for about a month straight. It was Mr. D's Nuts for the longest time. And then I, once I got it figured out that it was supposed to be Ms. D's Nugs, yeah, I would actually called it, I called her Miss D's Nuts for the longest time until Lexi that was hanging out in chat was actually like, Dad, when the fuck are you going to get it right? It's Nugs. Nugs, Dad. <laughs> Fucking Nugs. Get that shit right. Man. I know. I get, some people get really mad when you say they're, they're, uh, like their screen name wrong. Like Prometheus, Prometheus. Why is your name gotta be so long, bro? Like I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to tell him like, per, and I'm all high and I'm like, permit, per, per, whatever your name is, soil. What's oh, up? there's a good one. There's a good one right here in chat that I mean, I know I'm gonna fuck it up, but I'm sorry in advance. It's what? <sighs> I'm not even gonna try it. Greetings from Florida. I know I'm going to just butcher that fucking name right there. Waba <coughs> for life. Wabaso for right. life. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I'm going for it. I don't want to butcher it either. I don't want to butcher it either. Wabaso for life. But at Miss D's Nugs, Nugs, <laughs> not Nuts, Nugs, request, um, she, she was listening in when I was doing a little bit of live planning last night with uh, Smiley's Gardens there. She asked if uh, tomorrow night, instead of a guest, if we could do a panel like Q&A show. So, I'm going to do a panel Q&A show for Saturday night. And I'm formally asking you, Sergeant Pepper, the tech guy in the community, if you will be on the show, on the panel, to ask her any questions, tech questions, may come this way. Live on air. I mean, I feel like you should have been on one knee. Like, that was, that was pretty formal. Uh, <laughs> I try to give respect where it's deserved. And, uh, you know, if you don't follow him, he's, he's a kick-ass grower. With, and every he's more, he's real text. I mean, I talk about being able to turnkey a grow. You know what I mean? Just walk away from it. I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> but he could. He could. And uh, so I got much respect for him like that. And, uh so if he'd come on Saturday night, you know, it's short notice that just, you know, and that's, you know, it's hard to ask people to give up some time, you know, time's super precious, you know, I, and I try to plan things. I try to plan. I don't just like, you know, expect things of anybody, you know, and uh, so I try to do, I try to do all this, this whole thing with respect, you know what I mean? Because like I said, you know, your time's valuable and, you know, I appreciate you and coming on telling you your story as I do everybody else's the people that fucking tune in every day I think that shit's 
incredible. You know, that's fuel all in itself. To tune I mean, in. Yeah. I just like to toot your horn. You're always tuning everybody else's horn, but you took you you like literally took this on and you you stayed dedicated to it. And like I looked at a lot of I watched a lot of your episodes and I I mean I'm not in it their entirety. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean? Like I stayed in parts and then. <laughs> No, but you know it's a great thing that you're doing. It's 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 important that people have voices and people can relate and like people can be like, oh crap, like so you know they did this, they made that mistake. Like it's not over, it's not done for whatever the case may be. Like it's just really cool to be relatable and and have you know have this outlet. It's an outlet for us. You know what I mean? A lot of us were underground for a really long time, and a lot of us you know have to for whatever reason you know remain you know that way so you know just is what it is so it's really nice to have this outlet i remember that when i had a grow diary and people bad input good input it was just input it was like okay i'm not doing this right so let me see what i do if this happens you know so um but yeah trial and error has taught me almost everything i know i think you know secretly a lot of us growers are fucking we're we're uh, in some probably still are in some ways, I guess. Says the, says the guy fucking shooting video from his garden and shit. Uh, introverts, and I think what binds us at first was our anonymity through the uh, the cloak of you know Instagram or whatever. Uh, we could be we could be who we wanted to be and uh, not worry about it. You know what I mean. We could be growers to show our show ourselves as growers and not really give a shit. And uh, and that's what I'm saying. A- like, I mean, for the longest time, like as an army wife, I had to pretend to you know be a non-cannabis person. Like as a you know a mother of you know, uh, let's just say you know Baptist, you know whatever parents that looked down on me for like for, for whatever reason, I could never authentically 100% just whip out my fucking bowl and be like. Well, you know, like when I got around this industry, this community, and like I, I got to get to like events, and it just changed my world. It was just like holy shit, like this does exist for like people like me. Like we're not, like I don't know, like I don't know. We had like a plague over us. Like we, you know, it was a bad thing. And like even the people who are just really hard to like still turn the edge on it. They're just like, yeah, I mean, I know there's all that medical, but you know, I just I don't like it, or it makes me parent. Like there's always an excuse, you know. Because they can't, they don't want to admit that, you know, maybe they were wrong about something that was so beneficial for us. And you, I don't know. I, I just, I think myself too, I think this community, as we've like watched shows and talked in these chats and shit, I think we've all just kind of went, you know what? There's a lot more people out there just like me. You know what I mean? I think that's what, uh, it's such a, I'm not ashamed of this term, but some some people listening may. But I'm a fucking misfit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways we all are in this cannabis community. We all, I think, yeah. You know, We're all the black sheep, misfits, outcasts. Like fucking, that's all of us. Like that's. But guess what? The only thing that didn't make us feel like that was the plant until we met other people that were like us and had the same, you know, morals and values as us. And there's and nothing out here about like other other than like this plant right here to where you can sit and, you know, that's again to the misfits 
if you look back at any any event like you say there it's such a mixed crowd you know what i mean old young it's all over the you know there's not like a certain stereotype like some people be like what you and then, like some people, do the first time they ever been to, like, a, ever smoked good weed, they're like passing out, turning white, like even, you know, like it's, it's, it was really cool to even just be at an event just to watch people and be like, holy crap, like this is really happening. Like for so long, we were, you know, we had to hide in our bedrooms or in cars and bathroom, you know what I mean? And now we're like walking around the industrial center or listening to Wu Tang, fucking, you know, openly. Like it was just, it was amazing. I. I can't take anything away from that experience for me at all. So, no, that's definitely one of the great things. Another great aspect of this plan is it, it does it binds, it binds a lot of people together through yep. growing, through just smoking the plant, through you know the medicine, pass along the medicine, uh, just fucking giving away cannabis and i'm sure you've just given away a few nugs to you know a friend or whatever see i never had nugs to give away but i gave away seeds like no other like for three years i gave away probably a thousand packs or more just that's here. the gift that keeps on giving right there yeah <laughs> and then I, i've always that- loved that, that quote from fucking uh christmas story that's a, that's a gift that keeps on giving clark <laughs> <laughs> But it's so true with the cannabis seeds, man. You get that one pheno and you can uh, grow that girl forever and ever and ever and pass her to her friends and they can grow her and grow her. It's, uh, she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a gift that was, you know, given to us. And we've been, you know, deprived of learning about her. And it's just like, I really feel like she's not anything that's ever going to be patented or trademarked because they're, we're never going to know everything about her. Look how long we've been studying her and like we we're like we're still unleashing and unlocking different you know terpene cbd like whatever like it's i feel like she's not to be 100 percent completely understood like how can a plant be so fucking versatile and like be i don't know like i just i don't know it's she's magnificent that's all i gotta say like i love the plant like she's what it's about you know Good thing. So, Miss Canna. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes won't open anymore. Fucking, uh, <laughs> you kind of mentioned, and you're not obligated in any way, in any way. <clears throat> but if you wanted to have some fun with chat, you could give away your pack of some uh, of those delicious beans over there. I mean, I'm totally down. But I'm not holding you to that. I'm not holding you to that. I'd be happy to uh, reimburse you for those seeds. Oh, no. Absolutely not. If they're here and they're listening and, like, 52 people, like, that's pretty incredible. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I was super, like, not nervous because we have a rapport. We're friends. I've known you for over a year. You know what I mean? Like, we... You know, whatever. Like, we're friends. So, like, I I wasn't nervous about that. But, like, I was nervous about when I looked back at all your videos, you got like 500 views. Like, I was like, oh shit, like 600 people are going to see this or more. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. It's okay. You got this, Canna. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I came on. I, I, you know, 
you got a special place in my heart. Like you, uh, I wanted to talk to you about the marmalade and uh, there was something else that I wanted to ask you about since season that you gave me, but. Um, and marmalade's fire. I definitely suggest pop. Yeah, they've been calling out to me. Like I know, the, I keep putting the the pocket of full of sunshine in my bag to next pop. But like every time I go to pop seeds, like it stays in that bag. So it's not that I'm not going to pop them. They're, they've been calling to me. I just want to make sure. If you I need anything orange right there, that's the stream. That slice of sunshine is. I want definitely. orange. I want. It drips orange. Patio. It drips orange. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fucking with some citrus again. Like I'm fucking with some white citrus and some other stuff. I'm doing some papaya. I'm doing some. I got a papaya wasca across by Deep Blind. I would uh by Deep Blind Alchemy by Two Currents. Uh, it's pretty fucking fire. Uh, cross. I'm excited about that one. I got a lot of stuff going. It's 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 insane. Okay, I don't know how I keep up with it. You mentioned the uh, the amount of views there. I appreciate that. These this thing has done very very well. There's actually uh, you know it depends on the time we get frames. Say at one point we were up to like sixty five watching, and uh, it comes in waves throughout the night because the show's so long. Right. But, uh, yeah. We have a lot of great people uh, in Canada. You know, uh, tons of Canada growers that, that watch. I love 60%, 60% of the viewers are Canada. And we have viewers that are representing, I've seen tonight, are uh, tuning in from the UK. <laughs> we have viewers in Germany. We oh, have okay. viewers in uh, India and Australia that tune in nightly. If you can believe that shit. It's yeah, 6%, say, you know, 6%. I love, I'm sorry, Ken. I just want to throw this out here because this fucking blows my mind. This, because I watch the analytics, so you know, daily and shit. Because it, again, it just, it's blowing my mind the people that tune in. Six percent are actually watching this shit in subtitles, in English subtitles. So they can't, they don't even understand what the fuck we're saying. They're actually watching it in subtitles. That's crazy. How wild is that shit? And I appreciate everybody that tunes in. I, I, every time I mention that shit, I got to say that. I appreciate everybody that tunes into this shit every day. You guys are amazing. Yeah, and you know what? I just, I was really excited to see you, like, you know, kind of branch off and do your own thing because, you know, when you were distributing for Subcool, um, I think, like, right at the end of that, like, I met you and you were kind of at a crossroads. You're like, I don't know which way I want to go. Like, I just kind of think you kind of you kind of settled into your notch, you know, but, like, um, after, you know, losing your friend, which I'm sorry for your loss. Um, I started out doing YouTube shows and we got to interview sub and Mendo dope. And like, it was really fucking epic. Like, I don't give a shit what anybody's opinions are about these people. Like it's what they did. Like, can we separate like their personal life from like what they accomplished and what they did for the community. And, um, I just, I was, you know, it was epic. So, um, and I know you guys were pretty close, so. Yeah, I, that, I lost a friend, and I know how that felt. So I, you know, I definitely feel for you. I oh, didn't okay. really know how to fucking add, act when that shit happened. You know, I didn't. They, you talk about the crossroads when I you got. I was getting to know you that I was kind of going through. It was kind of fucking. 
almost hung that shit up, Kenna. Uh, when he passed, man, I I was already to a point where I was kind of close to where like, you just hanging up the social media anyway. I was real close with that. And then, uh, then he passed and then I sat here in my fucking, in my girl, which is still covered in, you know, all the gifts that he gave me, posters, all the stuff I had from uh, being a rep and shit. And uh, it was tough, man. I, I was, again, I was, I almost hung it up. I fucking, I was, I was almost ready to say fuck growing and all that good shit. And then, uh, yeah, but I mean, as much as you knew sub, like, what would he tell you to do, dude? He'd be like, suck it up. He told me, you know, you know, you, this is so weird, Kena. I, I don't mean to veer off, but we're kind of there already. This has been so weird. Um, I think about him a lot. I really do. And you're right. He didn't. I thought about it from that angle. He wouldn't want me to fucking quit growing by any means. And I think, he, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, whatever, but I, I really think he didn't, he wanted me to do this, to be honest with you. And even more so, if you go back and watch, uh, I don't think it's the Spartan episode. I think there's an episode, again, right before the video that I, if, you look back through the thing there, there's a video I do that dedicates the sub. It's like a memorial for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. I watched it. Right before that, uh, Spartan Grown was, uh, God, this is weird. I'm tingling as I tell the story. Right before that, that night, the night before I, I put that up, Spartan Grown was on. And he had this like super weird story for me. And he said he was like working in uh, his garden one night and uh, working with one of the strains that Sub had uh, sent him. Okay. And he said he just got this weird feeling. And uh, he said Sub kind of told him to uh, tell me to listen to this one uh, song which was a J, that song that I, I played there, the JJ uh, and Mofo song. And uh, so I, I fucking, uh, as the, I'm editing the video from that night, okay? I'm going through and I'm, you know, putting up the description and the tags and all the shit that I do after the show. And uh, I go to, I just kind of fast through it there and it stops right at that moment where Spartan is telling me to watch, to listen to that. So someone wanted me to tell you to listen to something. Wow. So again, man, I got fucking chills. And I fucking listened to that song and it was, uh, it was, it was wild. It just, it, it tore me up. It was, but in the same time, it was, uh, you know, it kind of, Help me say goodbye. That's why I posted it. I was hoping everybody else was able to uh, say goodbye. You know, uh, you know, because we never got that chance. You know, no funeral, no nothing, no even special or nothing. That man fucking deserved. But um, so I put that up. 
And even since then, uh, there's been some cool moments through this uh, weed nerds that have uh, popped their head up and shit like that. And uh, the other day we did a giveaway and uh, we, I think it was 420, yeah, his rooster that oh, he posted up a video today of it. And uh, he, he called it out, and I, w- I pulled out a TGA pack, and right, right as soon as I drew that thing, he said, Sub wants me to have that pack. He said that. He swear to God, I, Smiley noted it and everything in the video, which is caught up in limbo, that 24-hour fucking fest. Which, but he said, Sub wanted me to win this pack. And so we do the number draw, like what we may do if you want to do. And uh, I'll be damned. He hit that fucking number dead on. He hit that fucking number dead on. Me and Smiley both kind of fucking looked at each other and was like, motherfucker. And uh, he, so he posted the video today of uh, him getting the seeds. And uh, oh, just yeah. like I hoped he would do, he said that uh, these are going to a good home. And uh, as soon as these get popped, clones will be available, you know, to anybody wants. So. That's awesome. I love that. I love people that don't use it for profit. Like, use a tragedy for, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> you know, he, you know, I just, it was not ironic. And that's not the word I'm looking for. It's kind of like kindred or like destiny. Destin, I don't know that, you know, he loved his lives. He loved interacting with, you know, people. He loved talking to his friends and um, I was in many of his lives and he, you know, it was just like you were there with, you know, like he was just acting like you were there. He's going through his music or, you know, getting his infusions, whatever the case may be. Like he's, he just let you into his life regardless of what the majority of, you know, or whatever people thought of him. So He built, he helped build uh, the cannabis community. I think, you know, strain work aside, uh, he helped build a fucking the cannabis community. And uh, Weed Nerd will never forget you. Because, uh, you know, and, and I see that shit in this chat, Canna. Uh, many nights, these, this show can go, you know, like gauntlet sometimes. And there's times where I for an army for for people who didn't feel accepted and felt, you know, whatever judged or whatever the case may be, like he created that opportunity for people to band together. And that's what community is. Yeah, it is. And it's so cool. And I, we have, I, there's just a hell of a one being developed here every night. We should do a sub cool grow off, dude. I just like had an epiphany, like, we should do a tribute, some cool grow off. Like what? That would be dope. I'm the grow off queen. I've been having an itch to do grow offs again, but somebody kind of um, left a bitter taste in my mouth about that. But anyway, um, I don't do it for profit. I, I'm doing another, you know, the Lady Luck one in, in November for charity, not charity, but you know, to give to her, her daughter to put an account, whatever the case may be. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. Like, what better way to uh, commemorate his honor than to have people grow off his strains? <laughs> That'd be cool. Maybe that on like cool. one year or two years, you know, that way you can have time to get it together. But you're welcome. <laughs> I, I'd be happy to help if you need me, you know, to facilitate that. I'd be more than happy to help. You know, it, it, it was on so much and shit. It was, uh, 
like you said, he, he let us into his world. But I think a lot of it, too, was uh, it was so frequent. It gave us uh, introverts, misfits, weed nerds, cost, whatever the fuck you want. But uh, it gave us that chance to uh, mingle with each other, to, you know, show up in these chats. I, you know, I'm jealous a lot of these times to be on the side of the camera because I miss being in the chat and uh, being able to fire back and forth with everybody like that. And uh, like, I, like I was saying, you know, these shows run a little bit long and get, you know, a little got misguided sometimes. But even as they it it does, and like say me and whoever I'm, you know, sometimes we get three, four of us going, and we may go in a completely different direction, which I think's cool as shit. Because again, we're knowing deeper the person than not just the fucking plant side of us. But um, you know, if they get bored with the conversation, I I watch them; they'll go in a whole separate conversation. They don't even just tune out. You know what I mean? They don't go, oh, the fucking show is boring. Click. They fucking talk to each other. You know, they go, they'll take it in a whole nother direction and just happy to be here and fucking, and that is, you know, I can't, it just, that's the reason why I do this. You know what I mean? Fucking. And that's what I'm saying. Like we do it to give back. We do it to get like, because what makes us happy, you know, would make other people who are like you happy, like, or, you know what I mean? Like, just feel like you have a place in this world, but like I've done other grow off. I did an auto grow off. I did a solo cup grow off and I did the, dueling queens grow off and I, you know what i found is that you know even that it's three years later there's still people that are like exchanging clones they're collaborating they're still friends they're giving them medicine cbd i mean i don't even know like it's just so amazing that it's lasting things that you create you know what i mean even if you're not involved in that friendship ever again like you facilitated a place where someone could find you know, their person or, you know, collaborate and do make a business or, I mean, I don't know, like cannabis just opens up so many opportunities for people. And I really feel um, inclined to like facilitate that somehow, some way, if I can at the same time, not spread myself too thin, <laughs> but I, I don't do that second part. Uh, I'm actually going to, you know, I thought about this when I started this can cause I, I called it out right from the beginning. I'm like, dude, every day I'm going to do this. Everybody was like, every day? And I was yeah. like, and I actually had to think to myself, every day? Do you fucking mean every day? Yeah, like, doing uh, it once a week was like, <laughs> you know, like you have to get content. You have to make sure there's no dead air and you have to like research whatever it is that you know what I mean? Like there's, if you're really doing it for the right reasons and you're really like putting your all into it, like it's not like you're just like, oh, you want to come on? Cool, we'll smoke and get high and like be cool. Like, you know, it's, it's a job. It really is. But it's like, you're, you're working for us. Like you're getting stuff out there for, cause like you're sitting in our, our seat and you're like, Oh, I'd like to see this interview. Like, you know, for instance, Mr. Soul, like I honestly, I was just like hanging on his every word. I was like, can I rewind? Can I turn this up? Can I, you know what I mean? Like it was, it's, it's one of those epic things, you know, like we had, you know, Joshua Steenlin on and we had sub and like, it was, you know, opportunities to ask questions and not feel, um, and you know, like you're less than, or you don't know, or you're, you're dumb, or you know what I mean. Like I think that a lot of people have a hard time coming forward and asking because they feel like they're going to be, you know, judged for not knowing. And I think that's just ridiculous. Like I have a PDF library that's 
uh, was handed down to me from somebody from uh, Plant Bitter University, and it has like teaming with my like it has all the it's just like a gem like worth thousands but worth more than a hundred million times its weight in gold. But uh, if someone needs to know something, like I, I'll definitely provide it for them. I'm like you know because it it saved reading because I didn't have anybody to ask. I couldn't you know go on Instagram and DM somebody like I couldn't even tell people you know I was growing like I couldn't even. <clears throat> anyway post pictures like it was it was you know it was hard out there for a new grower when you didn't have these resources so i definitely want to make sure that i'm one of those people that make that available um, to new growers and you know people who feel like they don't know who to ask you know well i've made this i've kind of made this choice too already because i i do put a lot of thought into this shit and I'm going to fucking, I'm laying this out again right now like I did in the beginning. I'm going to fucking do this night after night as long as I can. And I've already made the decision that even if there's something comes up to where I can't show up and do, you know, be here myself, I think I'm going to make sure that the format is still available, that uh, I kind of scope somebody out. I think everybody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> It's uh, quite frequent on the show that I uh, can trust. Uh, I think that I would call into that person or somebody else they're close to. There's actually about four or five people right now that are uh, real close to the group that I feel I could trust. And, See, you go, uh, would like, be I love you, and I great like guest. And I know what you're doing. It's 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 coming from a good place, but I just want to say, like, for you, because I've been there, is don't get burnt out, because like. Honestly, I know a lot of these people, like, um, they're here and they support you, but, like, are they going to support you when, like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, just think, just put yourself first. If you cannot do a show, don't feel like, oh, the world is going to end. Like, it'll be okay. We know you're dedicated. If you can get someone to take your place, fine, but please don't, like, spread yourself thin. Just look out for yourself, too, you know? It's not all, it is all about me because I'm a queen, but, like, it's not all about them, you know what I mean? Like, it's about you, too. Oh no, I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't spread myself too thin like that. Yeah, but I'm just saying I am, you're, you're doing a show every night, and like you're trying to get a guest every night. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, you're gonna get burned out. I can, and uh, the American one was kind enough to uh, point that out right quick to me in the beginning. He was one of the ones that were like, "Man, are you sure you want to fucking do this every it. night?" And I kind of, you know, brought it up the next night and the next night, and I think maybe he thought I was kind of you know picking on him for bringing it up but no it really it was an honest goodness point that I really you know needed to consider and I wasn't yeah. dogging on him or nothing I would really appreciate yeah. it and like just, you know, don't he, put that self guilt on like oh they're, they're not gonna forgive me if I don't do a show or like if you go a week and you don't do a show like it's gonna be fine like and we're gonna all like we're still gonna wake up tomorrow and like, you know what I mean like it's gonna be fine like don't I, I put a lot of, like, I did used to put a lot of pressure on myself, like, you know. Johnny Canisee knows who I'm talking about. I do, I do have, a, you know, there's a few of them, though. And I'll go ahead and throw that out there. I will throw it out right now. If I were to look at for a backup co-host right now, because I do have that much, I, I dig these people a lot. And I met them through the show, through this show. I didn't make... I didn't meet them anywhere else but through this show, okay? So if I needed a, a backup host 
I would either reach out to Mr. Smiley's Gardens or I would reach out to Boom Farms or I would reach out to the American one or I would reach out to Sergeant Pepper probably right now at this point as a backup guest mm-hmm. or host. You know what I mean? If I needed either one of them guys to t- fill in one night, I would feel quite confident that uh, they would uh, they would do right. You know what I mean? They would do the show with respect and uh, do it as well as I could, I think. Oh, <laughs> I want to say thank you to Ann and Anarchy Ark. Oh, that was hard to say. <laughs> and Chiba Man, yes, he was correct. Canna underscore Queen underscore genetics underscore. American one, I'd shoot me to all those people. I fucking, in, as many people as I can book, it, all the help I can get, I appreciate that. And I, I would like to point that out too, Canna. Uh, you know, a lot of this hasn't been done by myself. It's been done with um, good people like yourself that's came on and, you know, spared their time and had a great experience. Hopefully you have so far. Uh, and, you know, when, uh, hey, I know somebody else that, you know, cool, that might want to be on the show if you want to talk to them. So I've had some guests that, uh, you know, have been friends of a friend's. One of those being a farmer. Uh, I'm sorry, I've almost fucked that right up. Father Mike came on and uh, he hooked me up with uh, Kineo's Genetics, uh, which turned, if you didn't watch that episode, watch that episode. What a fucking great, uh, yeah, what a great couple they are. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to be like cross. Genetics here, nothing but. No, uh, see, it's we're not, talk- It's not a competition. Like I'm not in competition with anybody. Like I have varieties that, you know, other people don't have. That you know what I mean. Like that's how I look at it. I definitely lift up and support my brothers and sisters in this fight to take over the world with cannabis. So that's that's me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. Yeah, I just I wanted to make that clear. <laughs> and I just want to point out, Chris Mertz, I got much respect for you too, as well as everybody else in this chat. I was just pointing out the quick few that I've had a ton of respect for over the years, and then I've had on the show multiple times. That uh, you know, would be cool. I'm not just giving anybody less credit. I like, is that a Sesame Street bong you got there, a rig? No, I just put some, I put my cream white haze sticker right here in my logo. Okay. Does that look like Big Bird? <laughs> no, from a uh, distance there, it kind of looked like a uh, cookie monster, like popping up from my, so, yeah. That's like the Maleficent Queen type, but she's like holding Canna's Pandora's box. You don't want to open that bitch. It wasn't that. It was like the green down at the bottom, pointing, like peeking around the, yeah, on the bottom where it's peeking around the gold, the green. From a distance, it kind of looked like Cookie Monster. Oh, okay. Just from a distance. I'm high as fuck, too. (laughs) And I'm tired, I'm thirsty, and I got pee, and it's been real and it's been fun. 
but um, I think I'm going to take my leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a good run. Shit, two and a half hours. That's uh, quite respectable. Yeah. Um, you're I enjoyed it. It was fun. Thanks for having me. And everybody in chat oh. was awesome. I really I felt, yeah, I felt really comfortable in telling my story. And I, I haven't told my story a lot. So it feels good to uh, be able to tell people who Candy Corn is and, like, be, you know, get, put, like, a face to the name. You know, because it's really hard for people to be like, oh, Candy Corn, she's, like, an influencer. Like, one of the, she don't know. you know, like, a lot of people just assume something and they go with it, you know, so. I'm not a go with the flow type of girl. I'm like go against the current type bitch. So. <laughs> right on. Well, you could take a break if you didn't want to fucking bail on me. Just saying, you could go to the bathroom after talk chat. Get a drink. <laughs> if you go on a bail, that's cool. That's um, cool. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, no, no, I'm putting you on the spot. No, yeah, you can my go. Phone's dying. Like, I think it's time. I think I think uh, I grace. Oh, no, you got to do one more thing before you go. There's one more thing, just one. You know, you did skip the giveaway, but that's cool. cool. Well, I'm going to do a giveaway tomorrow at 420 on my IG. So anybody who is asking questions that I have spoke about here on the show, I'm going to ask on my live tomorrow at 420. So if you go over and you're you're in my live, I'll put the, a different raffle for the answers of that question and for a drawing of a pack of cream my haze. There you um, go. Totally fair. Totally fair. And I might even throw yeah. a pack of freebies in with it. And a pack of slugs. The other thing I want, Miss Queen. What you want? What you want, Eagle? I have the fucking the same thing that I ask everybody else for is at some point if I keep knocking these things out, oh the American one knows. That's why I love these guys. These guys fucking uh they don't let me they help me if I'm forgetting something, they you know they quickly uh point that out and you know they're so great in other ways. But yeah, I want the sound bite. I ask everybody okay. for it. And I'm gonna say fucking. <laughs> nice. This is my favorite one right now. My logo artist can't do that, also, so we wouldn't get in trouble. Um, but yeah, Medicated Gaming 215. If you uh, are looking for logos, he's really reasonable and he's a big man. And like he did this, the gas mask logo, he's amazing. So. Okay, so tell me when you're ready, and I'll do it. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Hey, guys. Santa Queen here. Uh, fucking talking shit with Eagle. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I am so um, just beside myself that I got to do the show. And it was awesome. And thanks for joining us. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll con- reconsider coming back another day. That would be uh, super awesome as well. Maybe a follow-up yeah, when you get a release or something important you want to come say. You're always welcome. Absolutely. Cool. And, Thank you. As always, you know, I'd leave an open invite because uh, sometimes not tonight. And don't blame Canna Queen for this because it's not her fault that we're not going long tonight. It's not her fault at all. But usually there is an after show for people. And like, if, if 
people tap out early. Uh, there, I usually call in people from the chat or whatever, and uh, we just keep you know steamrolling for another few hours. Uh, but you're always welcome to uh, jump in on an after session like that if you if you're up and then watching and then you see uh, there's some open air there. I would love to jump in one of those shows, but like I'm out of steam. Like I worked in the vegetable garden today. I worked in the other garden today. Like yeah, I'm like I'm pretty spent. But I'm I like it was an awesome show. And you know, kind of less is more sometimes. You know what I mean? Like me in small doses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for me myself, I great show. That was that's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> I got the double show tomorrow, so I got some time I got to make up for tonight. That's the reason for me bailing on this great, great community tonight. So I'll let you go. Let you tap out one more time, Cam. I know. I uh, hopefully you <laughs> gotta go too bad. But uh, you got to give yourself shout outs. Make sure you get a good shout out where they can get that shit. Eat fucking all that shit. You got to plug yourself, girl. Oh. I'm really bad at like doing this, but I can. Okay. So Canna Queen Genetics Co. on Instagram, CannaQueenGenetics.com. And you can find my gear at HarvestMutualSeedBank.com. And uh, Seeds for All Seeds. Uh, S4A seed auction, and he's been auctioning off like all kinds of really cool gear. Uh, North Star, mine. <laughs> so you can get some good deals sometimes on those if uh, you watch the bidding, and it's fun. So um, yeah, there's my plug of myself. <laughs> all right, Miss Candy Queen, uh, thank you again for giving me your time. Uh, you have a great Thanks night and Mwah. great day. Hope to talk Bye, to you soon. Night. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, great episode. I know I did. It was another great night. Might as well try to run through chat and uh, thank as many of you as possible because I appreciate all of you as uh, as well as the great Candy Queen for joining us tonight. I feel that uh, truly you guys are the stars of the show. You know, that's why I show up. <laughs> that's that's more fucking fair right there. It's uh, you guys are the show star of the show. That's why I show up every day. Isn't because you know I enjoy putting myself out there. I enjoy seeing you guys uh, here night after night after night. You know, talking about dedication. That's fucking dedication. You know. I may put this together and you know put some people in front of you, but you guys take time out of your busy schedules, your lives, to uh, let me in and let us in. So, you know, thank you very much. Starting with Mr. No One, thank you, Chris Mertz, Modern Genetics, Trey Ballone, thank you very much. Light it up. Again, Tim, he's a nightly name. I appreciate you. Mountain Skies, thank you for showing up. The American one, fucking badass. I, I dig you, sir. Thank you for showing up as much as you do. Double double tap, I appreciate you stopping in and uh, checking us out the last few nights. I hope it's uh, something you do more often. Please hit that thumbs up and uh, maybe suggest a show to somebody. I'd appreciate that greatly. I grew some. Thank you very much for popping in. Chibo man. I love that. That's a cool ass name. Thank you very much. Shy 
Shai Low High Gas. God, I butchered, fucking butchered your name. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All these great people's names I, I accidentally butchered. I don't do that shit on purpose. Anarchy Zach, thank you very much for popping in. Appreciate you 100%. Shark Pulley 989, thank you very much. Who else am I forgetting? Johnny Canna Seeds, thank you very much as well. My daughter Alexis, I love you. Courtney, if you're listening, I love you too, girl. I know you don't pop in the chat like you're supposed to just because uh, I asked you not to, but I know you listen. I love you, girl. Thank Grower, thank you very much for popping in. Robert Hazelton, I see you night after night after night. Thank you for popping in here as well. Bruce Leaf, thank you for popping in. I appreciate you as well. I, I'm going to try to hit everybody because I appreciate you all. Sergeant Pepper, I appreciate you. Good, sir. The tech wizard of the community. Look him up if you need some good advice, please. Or Kata Trooper, both of them over there. Both great guys. I don't want to leave anybody out. So many great people anymore, man. It's hard to uh, include everybody. Stephanie V, thank you so much for dropping in tonight and many other nights. Uh, I dig that shit. Uh, Gibby Grown, Gibby Grown, thank you so much for dropping in tonight. John Boy, so many great people. And again, I can't never go back to the beginning because chat gets so popping. I think there's a limit to how far I can actually go back. Oh, God damn it. I'm looking at top chat. That probably just took out about half the people. Oh, yeah. Look, there's a bunch of people. Son of a bitch. I missed out on half the chat, guys. Mother. Son of a bitch. JDs, thank you so much for popping in. God, I feel like a butthole now. I did. I've, I've been looking at Top Chat all, all night long. All night long. What about it? I am so sorry if I missed anybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let me take a look. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Just so I, just so I don't mess his name up, I'm going to do a quick screen share of this great gentleman that will be here tomorrow. I, as I see it, I will sure uh tomorrow tomorrow four o'clock will be joel from north star that's four o'clock uh eastern standard time which is the normal time zone that i'm in will be here and then at 11 30 uh hoto herb will be here at 11 30 dropping us a ton a ton of great knowledge I hope you can uh, find time for both shows. If you can, I totally understand. But, uh, you know, Joel was one of those things. You know, I, I have tons and tons and tons of respect for Joel and of uh, all the great work he's done in breeding and the cannabis community in general. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to not get him on so that's the best time spend i could get so that's what i took tomorrow's a double show 
working extra hard for you guys tomorrow. So please try to tune in for uh, both episodes. I appreciate it. And again, you know, do something nice for somebody. I can't stress that enough. Uh, random acts of kindness do change lives. And uh, yeah, I just can't express that enough. Maybe sometime, no guest. Uh, uh, I'll tell you some stories on uh, how we can testify to that. But uh, uh, tune in just as my big girl tunes in. What's up, baby girl? I love you. Just getting ready to tune off so I can get some work done. But uh, you guys have a great day. An awesome tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Double up. Have a great day. Brandon Max kindness changed lives. I think I fucking forgot that, but a little high tonight. Have a great night.